Please be advised, this series contains harsh language and references to potentially triggering material. Episode-specific warnings can be found in the show notes. Welcome to section six. My name is James and I'll be your storyteller. It is early in the morning and we are missing some people who might still be asleep. They may join us or not. But who is with us today? Ginger. Hello, I am Ginger. I am playing Dr. Lumen, the psychiatrist who's probably also a drug dealer. I, I mean, aren't they one and the same? Matt. <laughs> Howdy, I'm Matt. I'll be playing Thomas Fitzgerald, a major from the Air Force and ex-Void Engineer, who uh, is excited to be assigned to a new team. So excited. And I was going to call you Chell and Sam. Because you'd be right. (laughs) Hello, I am Sam. I am playing Chell Robinson. The... Okay, give me a second. I had a line for this. I practiced it. The Steve Irwin of... Damn it! (laughs) The Steve Irwin of Werewolf Wrestling is given half the opportunity. Uh, That's a an interesting cut. Should I do it one more time? Oh, that was perfect. Okay. Damn it. Question, uh, are you expecting to get stabbed via the heart? Yes, it's mage. What the fuck do you think I'm expecting? All right, fair. I also, last session, I charged a earth mover to wrestle it. Chell's gonna get stabbed one day. Well, you got bit by a vampire last session, so, you know... I got nommed on. Glom nom. It was the tiniest of noms. Just the littlest. Just a little baby nom. I didn't I feel mean, pretty little, but okay. Y- she could have got drained, but she's just generating yeah. new blood. Yeah, exactly. I am I am what the vampires crave. Mmm, juicy. And she never dies. They will call you juice box. If they do two damage every round, I can take and heal that two damage every round. There we go. Eventually, it will just explode with paradox. That's exactly what I was going to (laughs) say. So, the lot of you returned successfully from last mission. You dealt with something in the park. Uh, You did not find the source of the uh, rumors, whoever was putting them on the internet, or uh, deal with the uh, active were creature in the park. But you you dealt with something, and you you build, (laughs) or rather... Blaze build the shoot. What what are they called? The syndicate build the syndicate for uh, ghost extraction and manage to earn some scratch. Anyone who doesn't have resources one now has resources one, except for Blaze, who now has you know mo muns. And the lot of you awake early in the morning. I assume as the three of you at least are early risers, although many is not. Are are we doing fun facts? Oh yes. Fun facts as you wake in the morning. Yes, and XP. Oh, yes. And if you want to spin some Hexpies. First, let's do fun facts real quick, and then we'll do Hexpies. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. Okay. I got a real light, real light fun fact. Major Tom's favorite fruit is lemons. Lemon. Yeah. Oh, that makes so much sense. (laughs) That's how you avoid scurvy in space. True that, but you also got to be like, you know, creative in your use of it because you can't like, I mean, you could just eat a lemon, but 
he, he admires that you have to do something to it or change it somehow to make it useful. It requires a niche. Okay. Okay. I finally, I found mine. All right. Okay. Chell's fun fact. She has been in one, count it, one relationship in her entire life. It ended so poorly. She has never been in a relationship again. Uh, deets? <laughs> Find them out yourselves. Oh, okay. It, may, it very well may come up in game. Yay. Uh, yeah, so fun fact about Dr. Lumen this week. Her coffee order is a plain vanilla latte. Mm. A fun fact about Leo Hux. He has been violently killed maybe 35 times. And maybe. the brain trauma he has received from these things has not entirely healed. Well, now I have well, to help him. Yeah, let's team up. High five, team up. That did not go well. That was very poor, a poor high five over my cam. <laughs> uh, does, is anyone spending any XP? Uh, retroactively, yeah. Ginger, I know you are spending some XP to have from the very beginning, because it's something you were using on Sarah, is you have Curb Addiction, Medication Craft Wonder. And it you know costs a resource to do, makes it much easier to resist things that you feel compelled to do. So she doesn't feel quite so compelled to uh, chomp or murder folk. She don't that want to munch. She don't want to munch. And that is uh, 3 XP for that, because it is a mind 3 effect. Mind 3 effect. Okay, cool. Is there any other XP you're spending? Are, are you yeah. making the best party drugs? I am making the best party drugs. So that is six total on that so far. Um, I think and, uh, just party drugs, like just feel good party drugs are mine too. So they're okay. only going to be two XP for that second one. <laughs> Excellent. So it's, it, it, it puts you in the right mood always. Like you're, you're, you're still giving him cocaine, but it's cocaine laced with a thing that makes him feel good. Vim, but yeah. So there's never a bad like come down. Uh, very true. And then on that same uh, road, I was thinking of investing a little bit more into Streetwise because drugs. Um. <laughs> <laughs> You've been hanging out with Blaze. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I had a pip in there, but I think I need more for drugs. Actually, um, I want to. I want to ask the other, the rest of you. Do you feel like hanging out with Blaze? Kind of drug selling is actually streetwise. Uh, I don't know. Did we? Are we making it canon that they were involved with Andy and multiple name Jane? Wait, when did when did that happen? Oh, that that was a really, that was something that was floated for their um their backstory right that they were getting cocaine from or that that their favorite prostitute was multiple oh yes. Jane. that's what i'm calling her now multiple right, name Jane right, because right, right, she right. has so many different names that didn't end up coming because up if so <laughs> if so streetwise otherwise finances but you know we have to float that by dan okay i i forgot that he had uh many shady friends perfect okay yeah that makes I sense had they 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 Thank you. They had many shady friends. I'm having to leave several of these in there just so people know that I'm messing it up constantly. Matt, you buying anything? Uh, yeah, I'm buying a second pip in a cult. Makes sense. And I'm getting a first pip in Streetwise because, uh, yeah, got to get street. Yeah, Definitely it's been a while since anymore. you've been Earthside again. And uh, I think that's all I want to buy right now. Okay, sounds good. And Sam. Yes, I am increasing to five in Brawl. Hooray. <laughs> you you did not know the jutsu. <laughs> for, uh, you know. For fights, I was in a the different, giant machine. Yeah, 
I was in a different environment, you know, it's a little bit new. I was off my game and now I'm on my grind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, And one in a cult suddenly remembering, oh shit, that's right. I have to remember that training that I did way back when. You you order the refresher kit for Sniffins. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just it's just a bunch of those scratches stiff things. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, I mean, they wouldn't, but I'm imagining like a kid's book that you open and it's like big werewolf picture, and it's like scratch and sniff. <laughs> oh no! Oh, that's awful. I'm actually going to say one thing. I'm going to say that shifters smell like baking cake, not cake batter, not cake being made, baking cake. Huh. In a, it's in a state between liquid and solid, between forms. Mm. Okay. And I'm going to come up with specific scents that are analogous to everything else because I hate myself and I love to give myself a challenge. Fair. Okay. And that's it for XP? Um, yeah, I just also added the pip and awareness. So two awareness, awareness. two okay. uh, streetwise, and then my craft, whatnot, and everything else I'm saving. All right. Also, next time, if if your phobia ends up coming up, aka last time, Doctor Lumen going into the dark. I know you mentioned it, but if I don't if I don't bring it up again, bring it up for me. Because if you make it a thing, if it affects a role negatively, it might come up as XP at the end. Okay, I'll just remind you. Hey, I should be more scared right now. Yeah. Ah. If I'm like, do something in the dark, roll this, and you're like, but it's in the dark, and then I'll be like, okay, minus two, <laughs> do the thing. Wonderful, yes. Or resolve check to do that thing, because it's scur. All right, cool. Scurry. Scurry. Okay, so you guys awake in the morning. I assume Major Tom and Chell are on their, their daily grind. Hell yeah. Gotta take oh. Buddy out for his walk. I got you guys Run. bicycles, by the way. There's bicycles for everybody in the house now. Nice. Still running. <laughs> Assuming Buddy is even used to walking on a leash at all, ever. You... It, he is not. You You definitely could take him running, but he would bite oh. anyone you ran into. I mean, he has a muzzle. I'm assuming the pet store people were like, yeah, you should put a muzzle on him for now. The internet said, use muzzle for now. And you have Animal Ken too now, so you know that as well. I learned it from the interwebs. Yes. You take Buddy on a run. It is good that you are very strong because Buddy uh, is trying to run into the street constantly. And trying to attack <laughs> other dogs, just going nuts. And at the end is completely exhausted. You actually have to cut your run short. This buddy is not as in shape as in shape as you are. <laughs> uh, I, you know, after putting him away, I go back for extra run. Yeah, of course. And Major Tom, you go on a long bike ride. Yup. Got to get in my miles. Do you go anywhere in particular? You can get pretty far on a bike. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go to uh, the uh, nearest airfield just to watch some planes. Okay. I think the nearest airfield is just a commercial air airport. You hear the planes going over you. There's a shot of the sun rising with you going under the plane that's coming coming up. The um but you guys both both get back, you're refreshed and able. What has Dr. Lumen been up to this morning? Is this this the night that I was producing? Uh you could have stayed up late to produce, or you could have gone to sleep and woken up and started cooking in the morning. I think that priority one was production. So what am I up to this morning? Desperately in need of caffeine. Yeah, you, you've you been uh, setting really loud timers and just napping on the couch right next to the kitchen in between those moments where it's just like, this needs to cook for two hours. Basically, yes. This needs and to render or whatever. Render? Uh, 
I mean, like fat rendering. I'm I'm not sure how 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 cook how cook drug, but that happens. And you're in desperate need of coffee in the morning, but you do have not particularly nice looking pills, but a collection of dose of pill that is what Blaze needs. Wonderful. That is what has. Is it Thursday by any chance? Oh shoot. I'm not sure. I, I'm I'm in trouble. I'm not keeping t- track of days. Did, have I canonically established a day of the week yet? Nope. Not that I remember. It's Thursday. Sweet. Chell brings back coffee from her run. Okay. You guys reconnoiter in the, the den. Chell arrives with coffee. I imagine Dr. Lumen is deep couch lounge. Yes. Head back. Yes. You are a saint. You are literally... A saint, thank you. Okay, uh, plain vanilla latte for do- the doctor. Coffee, two sugars for Major Tom. Sir, Leo, you never gave me yours, so I just got you black, and I bought, like, Splenda. Plenty of it. Sweet. Just pours all the Splendas into the coffee and puts the cap back on and starts drinking it. And I asked for the fanciest one they had for Blaze, but I don't think... I don't think they'll like it, but you know, I'll leave it in the kitchen anyways with Minnie's tea. Yeah, Blaze and Minnie are asleep, and there is no mission so far as you know today. There was, was in fact, a R&R request set in, so it's you assume that you will not be called to duty, but that's not entirely positive. I mean, granted, we do have a bunch of other jobs that we could just take up. Hey, does anybody want to go to that progenitor base with two of our team down? We should probably have a conversation about, and I'll indicate the direction that Sarah's in. Sarah is absolutely asleep, but Sarah did help you cook throughout the night. Aw, how sweet. Also, Sarah is asleep in a closet. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I at least gave her like a pillow or something. I didn't just like shove her. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. she, She got that herself. She just grabbed some blankets and a pillow and was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang out in here and then locks the door from the inside. She chooses one of the closets that doesn't have one of Minnie's like weird contraptions on it yet. Solid move. Even though I'm sure another closet has been added. Uh, obviously, somehow. I have a quick mechanics question. Is mm-hmm. is it possible to repair my ballistic vest from the damage it took? Yes, your ballistic vest okay, is cool. assumed to have recovered that damage. It, it, it absorbs one damage per scene. Okay, cool. I just had that on there and left it just in case. That's okay. We need to put in a requisition order anyway. We need tasers and vests <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> yeah, that might be a thing. <laughs> this definitely seems to be a low-level street operation, and they haven't sent us anything, so we need help. Tasers are for cowards. Use your or, fists like everybody else. Or people who like to, you know, not kill people on accident. That was one time. Chell never kills people on accident. If, if she did, they were already <laughs> no. dead to begin with. Chell knows exactly how not to kill somebody. Uh, speaking so. of your injuries, your paradoxical damage, and things like that, if you have taken paradox damage to anything, you can remove one for okay. a, a pleasant night's rest. And if you have an ag willpower, you can also remove one. To be fair, if I didn't rest, do I recover that? You rested, and it mostly okay. by virtue of having an assistant who is able to be like, Dr. Lumen, Dr. Lumen, it's been an hour. You said wake you up, and you're like, <laughs> seems like canonically the correct way that Dr. Lumen would wake up. And then snaps too, and it's like, oh yes, I need to do this. So, uh, is, is, Sarah was her name, right? Is she staying here? Like, I don't think the bosses will like that. 
I believe that that is a correct <clears throat> assumption. Did did you guys find out anything? Do you have any suggestions? I'm open to any ideas. Just so you all know that Minnie was going to give a short dissertation on vampires before everyone went to bed. And it boils down to they drink blood. If they get hungry or feel threatened, they will go crazy. If Unless they have, you know, particularly iron will. Uh, they have to sleep during the day and they are awake all night and can regenerate from pretty much any wound given enough blood. Can't be in the sun. And stakes don't kill them. They just paralyze them. She claims that she wasn't trying to murder Sarah in, in the park. Claims being key phrase. <laughs> I am going to say that Chell knew about the staking. Because otherwise, did, did you she'd have been okay one? with murder. Did, no. You know now. Not at the time. <laughs> you, you didn't You didn't know. You had no idea. You thought... St- you, you've well, seen movies. Uh, stakes usually kill vampires. Cool. So, thoughts? Ideas? Uh, I think we should uh, reassign her the identity that we picked up that was abandoned by the, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Plant scientist. Florist? Well, she was pretending to be a florist, but yes, she was actually a botanist. Botanist, that's the word I was looking for, yes. Oh, yeah. I guess as if it's being used to help somebody else, it's not really that bad. And the actual botanist is dead, or florist. That Uh, seems like a good idea. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We should talk to Blaze when he wakes up. Right. What exactly happened when they wake up? You want to catch her up, Shell? Oh yeah. So one of the uh, the old Section Six team members, she murdered a florist to take her identity to try and get away. We caught her. Is not all that hard, really? You know, she kind of tried to fight back, but I mean, we have enough to. I guess. I guess Blaze could probably do that real easy. Probably. So. Assuming that you want to insert Sarah into the identity of this florist, you would have to do so quickly before people, you know, notice that she's gone. And you would also have to somehow make her look exactly like the florist or just take the identity and the money and ignore like the front and all that and just be like, here's your new ID. You also have brown hair. Never talk to anyone that knows this person. Blaze would be instrumental in getting you know the money attached to that person, but just giving her the IDs and stuff like that wouldn't be a huge issue. Shit, this isn't my polymorph character. No. I definitely went and sent her back to her old life. Whatever brought her here was probably not good. Maybe an attempt to mess with you. I don't know what your relationship with her was before. She was your patient, you said? But I'm not sure how she got from here to... Where were you from? Baltimore? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the question is, how exactly do I pitch this? Chell, you're good at people. How would you pitch this? I could just pitch it. Like, you know, I could make her feel calm while I'm doing it. It's just really easy. Words. I'd also just ask if if that's something she'd want. Oh, are we? Uh, what? Well, warn her about going you, back to her old life is obviously dangerous, you know, that kind of thing. Do you want a new identity? We have one, I guess. Definitely not Uh, involved in a murder. Okay, I'm Sarah. Pitch me this idea. You're Sarah. Okay. You don't look like Sarah. I'll go. Okay. Your life's in danger. I was looking for you to hurt you or kidnap you before. It's probably still after you. We need a way for you to be able to hide. Here's a new identity. It could be temporary. It could be permanent. But you need to 
not contact anybody from your old life right now because it'll put you in danger. It's kind of like witness protection. And how did you get all of these things together so quickly? Well, that's a funny story. But uh, yeah, these things are from somebody else who was trying to hide their identity from somebody else, namely us. And uh, we found them. So uh, hopefully the only people who knows about this identity, being not this person anymore, are the people in this house, which should limit the exposure for you. Don't worry. This identity was ironclad. The only way we found them was a homing hamster. Definitely uh, don't bring up the homing hamster. Uh-huh. 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 And we found this person. Why? And what happened to them? Oh, they're gone. Be- because it was our assignment. And yeah, they're definitely gone. <laughs> Not our fault this time, I think. That wasn't our fault, right, Major? Well, we handed her in, so definitely our fault, but it was what we were supposed to do. Questionable. We handed in questionable the forest. Uh, questionable. Uh. No, we handed in the botanist pretending to be the florist. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. What did we do the with forest. the forest? We just, le- we just left it there, right? The corpse. No, there was a cl- cleaning team, remember? We called it in. Right, 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 right. Leo looks around at you guys and is like, whoa, this is super heavy, guys. Thank you for punctuating the situation, Leo. I appreciate you. Is she I mean, like, stay if I were here or is she going to like go where the lady who you got was? Or is she going to like get her own apartment, start living on her own? I vote not staying here. I think living with a vampire seems like a bad idea. But we have an extra room. I mean, she seems all right when she's not, like, hungry. Also, I make sweet burritos, and I don't think I can die. So if she uh, murders me, which would suck, she might have to go, but at least I wouldn't be dead, you know? Why don't you think you can die? Uh, The scientist told me I'm, like, tidally locked to this location. So I've been, like, shot a lot. One time a car ran me over. Also, like... The scientist guys, I guess, took me away for a couple years, and I, like, started to rot, and then they brought me back, and I just, like, popped back up. Excuse me? That doesn't sound like fun. No, it seems to be true. He definitely goes limp and seems dead when you get him past uh, this arc, and I kind of point out the arc that we chalked out the other day. I don't remember it, but they told me. I mean, it's creepy. It's a mind fuck. Is that why there's a giant crop of... I wanna in the backyard. No, that's there because I grew it. It's awesome. I, I, I meant as a coping mechanism for all the death that you've experienced. Uh, Leo's mind looks blown. Whoa, maybe it is. Okay, it could be worse coping mechanisms. Let's be honest. He, he pulls out a little medicine container and starts uh, rolling a spliff. Good man. Okay. I need to think about this. You know, click, click. <laughs> I love him. I love him so much. I know, right? He's the best. You uh, cannot let anything happen to him. No. Best, well, if he can't die. Yeah. Um, but, you know. Not the normal way. Right. That sounds like a, a later question. Okay. So, yes, obviously I don't want her to stay here. But at the same time, pitching her on taking the life of a dead person might be difficult unless it's handled Really tactfully, which is not my strongest suit, but I'll give it a shot. I mean, I could try helping. I, 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 I could try just putting it out there. Helping. I don't mind. Who needs tact when you can just 
Make them feel okay about it. Yeah, you can certainly try to make them feel okay about it. Would I have any idea how her feel-good juice works at this point? Chels? Um... Uh, that's right. Dr. Lerman wouldn't have seen it in action since she wasn't on uh, any of those missions. No, but you you have noticed that much like Blaze, when you're around her, you, she just feels like a close friend you've had for a long time. It's almost nostalgic hanging out with her. Do I feel like this is, would be effective on a vampire? Uh, maybe. They still have olfactory senses and... Uh, they can see things, and they have most of their human emotions left, so far as you can tell. Right, right. No, that makes sense. It's just risky if it doesn't work, because then she'll know that we're messing with her brain. That's true. Uh, she, she does see weird stuff. Friendly. Sorry, what was that, Sam? Chell is also just super fucking friendly, so, you know. That's true, but Chell also did uh, club her over the head and fracture her skull yet last night. And did also let her drink from her arms, so... Not let. I think we're even. Definitely did not let. No, let could have done so much more damage if I wanted to. It was clearly not an intentional act. Head was right in the whoop range. (laughs) It it is certainly a calming thing to hear to that person who conked you last night to be like, man, if I hadn't (laughs) held myself back, your head would be pulp. (laughs) I could have easily just went... Like a bug. God, no. I what never are you so mad that. about? <laughs> so uh, are, is Chell going into the closet and sitting next to a sleeping vampire and, you know, nudging her awake? They can wake up during the day. It's just hard for them to stay awake. I wouldn't recommend it. Or you can just leave her here all day and talk to her when the night falls. I'd recommend that. Besides, we might think of something better. In the next few hours. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You do know that yeah, when she yeah. wakes up, she will be a little snacky. Well, now I have stuff for that. Yay. Well, you have stuff to curb the snackiness. Yes. She yes. will still be snacky. Oh, absolutely. Yes. It's like, here's an appetite suppressant, but we're not going to give you any food. Maybe that's what I, I do. We go right a blood bank. <laughs> that is a possibility. <laughs> God, that's a terrible idea. I love it. I mean, there are many of us. We could just donate some fucking blood into a blood pack. I mean, it's not... We got lots of blood between us, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. The uh, progenitor base might have some blood. Leo can't die. We could just take all of his blood. <laughs> Leo looks at you and he's like... That's not That's not something Chell oh. would ever fucking say out loud. That's a Sam thing to say. Okay, good. I, I do character voice now, guys. It should be There should be a good distinction. Mm-hmm. This is me. This is Chell. Nice and low. Like, I'm cool. And this Very is cool. Sam. Yeah. I have the terrible, horrible, psychopathic ideas. You mean, you mean like, hi, I'm Beth May and I play Ron Stampler. Yes, I'm doing the Beth May Ron Stampler change. I hate to say it, but even with her, I can almost never tell the difference. Well, don't worry. I will make sure that y'all know that Chell is not a psychopath. Good. Yes. So you guys all have some time today to do things. It seems like you want to wait until nightfall. So uh, everybody, give me your plan for what you are doing today. What do you want to get accomplished? I know several of you already sent me the things you want to do. So say them for the listeners. I'll go first. Chell's going to go get herself a job. So how does Chell go about getting a job? I'm going to assume it's by accident. (laughs) 
Um, does Chell have any entropy? No, uh, but she does. She is going to be looking for a gym mm-hmm. that she can frequent. You know, because she can go on her runs, but that's just cardio. She needs, you know, she needs to do leg day. She needs to do arm day. You know, right? Um, if you bring this up to Major Tom, I'd be happy to go to the gym with you. Yeah, I guess it, that that would be fine. Yeah, Shell's looking for a decent gym. And I'm going to imagine she probably finds somebody who's struggling a bit. You certainly do. And why do. the hell would she, yeah. What I want you to give me is a strength finance to see the quality of clientele you get. Because you're you're looking for a gym, but do you find like the corner gym with a bunch of Rocky style boxers who are all struggling financially? Or do you find the swankiest, uh, most gentrified gym with all sorts of wealthy clientele that you can sell your services to? I mean... Would she even look for? I'm I'm going to make this. She wouldn't even look for one of those swanky gyms, probably. It's just you know. Okay. But yes, well, I, I will. I, roll. I thought you were leaving it to chance. She's just going well, to find the first gym. Well, if I left it to chance, gym. I got one success. Yeah, you you I find mean, just a de- a decent gym, a decent gym that has decent enough machines, you know, decent enough looking people. Yeah, you you don't find you know crime gym or anything. It's a, a gym. It's a, you know, a, a world gym or whatever. It's acceptable. It has machines that work and clientele that are attempting to be thrifty. And the moment you arrive, basically you start working out and some people approach you and are just like, whoa, you're really cut. How'd you get that way? And you start just selling mm-hmm. your being like, well, let me help you out with this. And you know, if you if you'd like, I can do this four times a week and for a couple uh-huh. hours and you'll be you'll look just like me. Ah. I do my ritual. Okay. And Major Tom, you went with her? Uh, yeah, definitely. He's used to that ritual, environments. Them, so. That ritual will get rid of my paradox health, right? Yes. So you are doing that ritual. You will remove up to your prime and paradox. Time to increase my prime, I guess. Sorry, paradox damage. Yeah. And that's in addition to the one you should have already wiped out. Yeah, I know. Okay. Damn. All right. Major Tom, are you participating in this ritual? And letting her wipe out another paradox I damage? I suppose so. I don't have any, but <gasps> if I did, that would be helpful. So yes, I am participating in said ritual. I'm working out with Shell. It is obscenely cleansing. You feel really good afterwards. You're you're just that right level of sore. You feel like, wow, I'm on I'm on a way to not a new me, but the real me at the end as you walk. There out you the go, Major. That was a well, good one. I'm- you did your best. Okay, if I'm feeling that good, uh, I'm going to invite her to come with me. I've made an appointment to rent a helicopter or a plane or something for the day. I got to get up in the sky. Does Chell join him? Sure. Okay, we will do that in just a moment. So, Dr. Lemon, what, what are you doing today as, as the, muscle, the muscle bros leave? <laughs> uh, I'm doing so many practical things. <laughs> Improving the house, yes. It's, it's difficult to improve the house because the house is... Brand spanking new, but also 70s. Oh, yeah, that's totally fine. We need a stable source of caffeine in this building to be able to survive, obviously. I want to, I mean, I'm a doctor, I'm sure I can take it. Donate some of my own blood for Sarah to have on hand and uh, research probably bottom of the barrel apartments or places for Sarah to stay, just in case. Okay. So you realize that you have a situation. Is all of those things cost resources? Absolutely. I think improving the house, just getting like a nice new coffee machine is going to be negligible. But 
Well, not for me because I keep all of my receipts. Yes. So you can get the materials with which to transfuse some blood and get, get, you know, get a blood, blood bag or rent a bottom of the barrel apartment nearby. Oof. Oof. That is a difficult choice. And you could also perhaps borrow some money from someone else being like, this is something that needs to be done. But unfortunately for you, if you rent a bottom of the barrel thing nearby, you put it on your receipts. Unless you want to make an extraordinary effort not to. That would be very, very difficult. Yes, that would cost you an ag ag willpower to not put it on your receipts. It is fun to watch the struggle face instead of look at my room in silence. Yes, yes. Hardcore struggle face, yes. Okay. I, oh, I, I was go... about to say, while you're struggling, you can, we can, we can to cut to something else real quick. I go with blood. Because you go with blood first, okay. Yes, because even if um, we end up not, you know, having Sarah take that identity, maybe we can still take some of the money? Maybe money? Question mark? All we have to do is have her walk into a bank and pretend to be someone else. I have a finances of one. I know what I'm doing. Exactly. Okay, so you go out and you buy some medical grade blood transfusal equipment. I want you to add that into your inventory. Woohoo! And now the house has, you know, a nice new coffee press that uh, yes, might be press. up to Blaze's standards yes. if anyone knows how to use it. Do you take <laughs> blood from yourself or from Hux? Myself. Okay, so you, you sit there He's donating. died several times, all right? Could be funky. He seems fine. He's also probably at least a little bit intoxicated, and I don't know if that's yeah, okay. Yeah, you suspect that there is some changeover if vampires drink someone who is incredibly drunk or incredibly high because you have had uh, your patients come into their meetings a little bit inebriated, even though they have claimed that they cannot drink alcohol. So you take some of your blood, you've got some blood bags in the fridge, you know that they will last until tonight, but it's one of those things that they don't last terribly long. So it's one of those things where you can only have a stash for one or two days. Yep, makes sense. And, you know, take a superficial damage, it heals by the end of the day. It's not a big deal. You eat some you eat some microwave burritos. Ugh, microwave burritos. Ugh, God. How the mighty have fallen. Yeah, you spent all your resources on actual practical things. Do I take craft specialization at some point, barista? If you want to, knock out 3xp on it. <laughs> craft specialization on barista as you start studying how to make coffee. Wonderful. My man! It's an owl. Oh, man, the myth, the legend. Mm, Minnie wakes up. It's well into the evening. Mm, good, that's the right time. <sighs> good morning, Elf. Good morning. I did wake up at six thirty, and I said, "Oh, I've got another hour." Yeah, that's a that's a that's a classic mistake. Mm-hmm. That was three hours ago. Oh, All right. So where are we? We are having the downtime day, the R and R. You spent the night making your new key, making your new door, uh, oh, giving so like- a short lecture on what vampires do. Oh, I didn't actually miss anything. <laughs> The day is almost over. You slept through most of it. The others have been up to some stuff. You're not sure what it is, but as you awake to a bird pecking your forehead gently. Is it the correct bird? Yep. Brandon looks down at you. Ah, okay. Wake up. Sun going down. Vampires. Yes. Yes. Is it still here? Yeah. Didn't leave. Oh, God. Is everyone alive? Doctor's downstairs drawing blood. I go and sneak downstairs. Okay, so real quick, we're going to do the rest of uh, 
Chell and Major Tom's day until sun sundown, and then we will return to that very moment. Also, Elf, real quick, is there any XP you want to spend? Rituals to get? Oh, my own And a fun fact. Uh... We can also come back to that. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. <laughs> so the two of you leave the gym, you're both feeling good, and you head to the local airport. Major Tom, you have license pilot, right? Yes, sir, it's true. Okay, yeah. For a resources, you can rent a helicopter or even a small prop plane. Yeah, I rent a helicopter. Go out to north of Denver. Point out where my family's farm is. That's where my mom and dad live. Oh, really? They're still around? Didn't know you came from here, sir. Well, moved away from here as soon as I could. Joined the Air Air Force when I was 17. I mean, if we had the day off, why didn't you go visit? Mm, I don't really talk to them much. I mean, you I could see just them land. holidays and stuff. I could. I do. <laughs> uh, what is yeah, their house is- like? It's a giant ranch. They raise cattle. Okay, um, I was about to say if it's suburbs, is, maybe not. No, the house itself is like a five-bedroom, three-bath, you know, big ranch spread out. Major Tom had like like 17 siblings growing up. I mean, in real- reality, it was five, but yeah. It felt that way. Yeah. I see. You land... In the lot in front of the house, that's mostly just a parking lot. There's like six trucks and one Jeep out there. And you remember that the Jeep was a huge scandal that somebody did not buy Ford. And you right. you land in the front yard. And who comes out to greet you? Uh, I imagine my dad. He's too old to work the farm much besides like feeding cows in the morning. So, you know, he'd probably be out at the house because he's much older than... My mom, they were like 20 year difference. So she's out there probably with the siblings doing stuff. Okay. Pop Pop rolls out almost completely gray, uh, still relatively fit, a little bit bent over and says, what in Sam hell is this? And sees you stepping out of the helicopter, which you can't really hear him because helicopter, but you can read his lips. You know, you know what's coming out of his mouth. <laughs> I point out to Shell, that's my dad. Mouths to himself. Rocket boy? Sort of hesitates Sorry, outside wait. the blade width. Yeah, I wait for the whirring to, to wind down, and then we get out. I introduce Shell to my massive family, or at least my dad, and tell her about the massive family. Give me an etiquette's charisma as you you meet back up with your family. This is always a risky situation, especially when you come in with such a goddamn entrance. Actually, plus three for goddamn entrance. Actually, plus four for goddamn entrance and stepping out of the, the helicopter with an extremely gorgeous, like, Olympian athlete. Successes. Looks like about six-ish. Your family is awestruck. Yay. They are all uh, gushing, and Chell, you get pretty much immediately separated from him by all of his uh, sisters and aunts and the like. And they immediately assume that you are his fiance. Oh, heck, we lost her. She got scared by that proposal. It's too early. I mean, right? No, that's way it, weird. It's probably happened before, but not not this grandiosely. The internet said no. The internet said, "How dare you try to have happiness in a game of mage? Get out of here!" Well, mage is pretty easy to have happiness, even in the world of darkness. Just real quick, Major Tom. Beyond just the the pleasantries, are you hoping to ac- accomplish anything with your family with this extraordinary power move? Uh, no, I was just going to let him know I was back in the area. That had been reassigned <laughs> up from Florida. That's the ultimate Florida power move. The, the, to show the up in a helicopter and be like, what's up? I just want to say hi. Bye. Yeah. No time for coffee. Sorry. 
no, I'll definitely make time for coffee. And pie. Gotta have pie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what kind of pie? Apple pie. Is there any other kind in Major Tom's mind? That, that's the only kind of pie. That is that that has to be Major Tom's pie, even though it is not the best pie. Obviously, it is definitely Major Tom's pie. Man, what is happening with uh, Sam's Sam's thing? Ah, uh, crazy place. It's just too hot, right? Too hot for the internet. Elf, do you approve of uh, dog pictures? Where in Roll Twenty? It's about right. Yeah, although I I I feel like uh, Shell's dog looks a little bit too uh, cute. Yeah, not not destroyed enough. I understand. I did. I didn't want a really sad dog picture. I looked at sad dog pictures for ten minutes, and I was like, no, no. There's a limit. There's a limit. Even yes. even here, I guess. So as as far as uh, my fun fact goes, ah, yes. Uh, Minnie's parents were very rich, but also very miserly to the point that it, 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 to the point that they didn't seem to like do anything with their money they they lived in a largish but but uh, but a but sterile house you know like 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 a um fairly unadorned and when they died they didn't leave her a thing oh man probably awesome. what, what, what did they, they do with all their money yeah animals uh, i hope they left all the cats that'd be awesome they left it to the tribe ah okay it wasn't their fault uh minnie was currently off planet assumed to be dead Oh, okay. I was about to be like, wow, I need to know about this relationship. But clearly, distant. They didn't have a great one. Oh, and as far as as far as the rich uh, the the, uh, the the ritual goes, I want to use uh, be able to use spirit 3 to talk to stuff. Awaken spirit. Awaken the spirit uh, the, the, the the spirits of objects to have a conversation. Uh, okay. Makes sense to me. Awaken anima. Let's do major Tom's side of it. I Yeah. Get caught up with my family. How's the ranch been? What's everybody doing? Who's died? All that good stuff. Grandpa Thornton passed away. Cancer. It was kind of expected, but he actually held on a lot longer than you thought he would. You've gotten some letters from your mom while you were off world. Sort of has to go through many different channels on the way to you. Right. But the, the main topic of discussion is your family is just irate about the weather. And how the it just is never what the people on the news say it will be. It's changing constantly. It's crazy. It's got the highest highs, the lowest lows. Uh, I, I tell them I've only been back two or three days, or I, I don't know if it's been a week at this point. However long I've been back, I tell them, and I've noticed it's nuts. It's the craziest I've ever seen. Yeah, and they don't have crops, but they do have this big garden, and half the garden is dead because there was just like a snap chill two weeks ago where most of it froze. And your mom in particular is pretty upset about that. Her chickpeas were going to come in delightfully, and they were almost ready. But other than that, they ask you a bunch of prying questions that you cannot answer. And you you, f- you got a really high etiquette, so you managed to field those questions pretty well. And they do get the impression that you are just way more important than them, r- arriving in a helicopter and all. But when you say, it's top secret, I can't discuss it, they believe you. And they don't, usually they gave you a hard time. Sounds good to me. So, Sam, just real quick, how does she react to all of the the sisters and aunts and whatnot and little baby nieces and nephews being like, are you getting married? When are you getting married? Uh, yeah, no, 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 definitely. 
not getting married. Uh, no, he's he's my boss. He's he's my superior. So I, I listen to his orders. They all look extremely disappointed. But you know what I can do? Toss you across the yard, huh? Uh, all the nieces and nephews go wild, and you've always oh, been. That's what the kids like. Yeah, you've always been a hit at parties. Uh, you can crash pretty much anything, and everybody's just down for you to be there because you smell like family. Um, <laughs> you-, you know what? Don't give me that look, Ginger. You know, kids like being tossed across. <laughs> True, but it's just the concern game. <laughs> <laughs> there's only momentary concern being from parents and the kids she'll are just what she's doing thrilled because chill doesn't get tired they're so no, small she does not <laughs> they're so tiny it's not even like a shot put it takes you know a couple of hours before you're able to extricate yourself gracefully get all the nieces and nephews out of the helicopter and partitioned away by adults and leave to uh waving and cheers just mostly because helicopter jeez uh has gotten some phone numbers yes you you have gotten all the phone numbers you have the entire extended family even if some people who weren't there they're just like oh you should really talk to jenna (laughs) you would love her she's into fitness (laughs) as well the problem is chell hates phone calls yes uh, so, because it, it takes away like half of her ability to be friends. Granted, I will say now she has a place to go for to for Thanksgiving. Oh Lord, you sure do. Okay, so <laughs> you guys fly back up. Do you do anything um, reconnaissancey or more mission oriented in the helicopter, or do you just fly around for a bit and head back? Uh, I think we're just enjoying having a helicopter and flying around for a bit. If it makes sense to fly near any of the uh, the potential missions that came by, then we'll route that way. But otherwise, no. Yeah, aren't there more parks with more trees in the in the area that we're going on with Project Roost, or is that still further out? Uh, there are or several the inside the city. There are several outside the city. The you know, you know that the progenitor location is in the city somewhere. You know that those uh, those stations and the Rockies. One of them is within flying distance easily. Hey, sir, do you want to check out those places while we're up here? Because that'll be uh, a lot easier than getting back up. Yeah. Okay. So So the closest one is actually the, or rather the directionally wise, heading west for a little bit and checking out the location in the Rockies would be the the easiest thing to do now while you're already north. And you whoop over there, whoop, 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 and look down (laughs) into the Rockies and see... This facility just planted right on top of a peak. And you know this is National Forest area where it's really hard to get permits to do anything that's not purely scientific or and with the blessing of the federal government. And you see this large facility, maybe three big gray square buildings with big antennas coming out of the top and one with a huge uh, radar dish. I asked Shell if you can take pictures while we're... While we're doing our thing. You got it, boss. But when you flip out your phone and start taking pictures, the when you take the picture, the picture looks good. And then when you go to photos, the picture is corrupted and pixelated. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, it doesn't look like we take any pictures here. We probably need somebody else who could, you know, memorize it, I guess. I, I could draw a picture, sir. It won't be very good. That's That's okay. We'll describe it. 
Okay, as you're heading back, you swing around several of the tree locations. You see that at least half of them don't have trees. They just have a small building with you know a little power substation, and most of them appear to be done. They're not in like construction areas anymore. They're just surrounded by a fence with barbed wire. And give me a, a wits awareness, both of you, as you're looking down at these. Major Tom, with a minus two, because you are flying, you need to make sure not to crash. Botch. Two successes. Near some of the locations, you see obvious security. Like, it might just be a cop car that's idling nearby, or in some cases, it's a couple of black SUVs that are just ominously parked by. In the first couple, you don't really notice because it's just the city, but eventually you notice that, like, oh, yeah, each each one of these places is protected by something. You know, it's it's not particularly intense protection, at least from up here, it doesn't look like it, but they're being watched. And the other thing you notice is the radio picks up just a general all all net warning to aircraft in the area, high wind warning, as it begins to really pick up around you. And you also are hearing some chatter from other helicopters in the area. The hell, it was supposed to be clear today. No more than seven miles per hour. What the hell is going on? And so the weather, weather's continuing to be wacky. Okay, we take the helicopter back before we got to buy a helicopter and die. Yep. I want you to make a wits drive as the wind actually picks up so much that you do see a helicopter very nearly clip a building. Like it just gets hit by a gust and like goes sideways for moments and really drifts. All right, two successes there. You end up actually having to go high just to avoid any possibility of collision. And when you're going into the field, the helicopter, you land it, but it gets pushed into the building and the rotors actually clip into it really hard. And as you get out, there are people coming out and they're actually like chaining these things down so they don't get blown away. You can see that like the wind sock has been torn off and it's like hurricane force winds outside now. Wow, that's that's intense. The airfield is grounded and closed. They don't fault you for this. Basically, there are so many planes have been damaged by professional pilots and the people are like, holy shit, like you got in like 20 minutes after everyone else did. Like, how did you even land? Oh, you know, but you guys get up, you're heading back home. Sun is setting and you guys are going to arrive just post many sneaking downstairs. And uh, is it still like super, super windy? I don't think it's extremely windy outside. I don't think I would have slept in the house. Where would you have slept? Any house that doesn't have a vampire in it. Where do you find a house without a vampire? Uh, Every other house on this street. How do you get into a house without a vampire? Is what I'm I'm asking, I guess. Looking for abandoned first. Give give me a wits streetwise. Oh, also, I don't think I got XP XP from last game. I know how much you should have gotten. How much is that? Uh, Let me check. But first, make that roll. Two successes. You basically find a abandoned building, but it is currently occupied by numerous people who are partaking in opiates. Any of them vampires? Some of them appear to be tainted, like they might be ghouls, but none of them are vampires. Um, all right. They think your bird is rad. Yeah, sure. I'll uh I'll bunk da- bunk down with with, with them for, uh, for the evening, and I, I start t- telling telling them uh them stories about Wonderland. <laughs> okay, 
<laughs> so after making your key, setting up the door, you go out and look for anywhere else that doesn't have a vampire. And yes. you bunk down on a ratty mattress next to some uh, folks who continue to chat excitedly through the night before also passing out. I asked the mattress if it has bed bugs first. The mattress says yes. Uh, I sleep on the floor. <laughs> okay. You sleep on the floor next to the mattress. mattress with bed bugs tell you it had bed bugs? I don't think it would. Oh, you hear you hear the mattress being like, yes, I do, absolutely, 100%. Then a bunch of little voices being like, no, yeah, we don't. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I curl up in the corner. I don't know if bed bugs would talk. Yeah, they would. The spirit yeah, of bed would. bugs. Yeah. They definitely do when you awaken the mattress as a whole. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So the ghouls aren't the only things that are bloodsuckers in here. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. Right. Yep. And then I, then I, uh, then I come back oh, in, 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 in the, uh, in the evening, whenever I, uh, I get messages that, 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 that people are up and about or whenever I wake up. Okay. Real quick. Make a uh, wits awareness mini. Not so good. No oh, okay. shit. That was a one on my last roll for paradox. That was a roll for wits awareness. I think way back when. Oh shoot! Take another paradox damage. Uh, I, th- I think that willpower. was a a willpower one because that was a, I figured as much a, 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 okay. a social intelligence roll. So Minnie, you go to sleep kind of fitly, fitfully because it's not you know super comfortable, but you're used to this kind of thing, and you fall asleep, but you are awakened by claws in your arm and loud squawking as. You open your eyes and snap to just trying to look around blurrily in this dark room. Out of the room, you see something scurrying out. It seems like a, a human on all fours. This is the opium den, or the this is the uh, or, this is the or, opium or the den. den. Okay. Um. Uh, where does it scurry out to? The hallway. Okay. I you hear it go. <laughs> I creep up and look. When you look into the hallway, there's nothing there. Brandon goes. Ah, vampire! God damn it! At what time is it? It's like four in the morning. Okay. I'm going to sneak out. <laughs> you sneak out. <laughs> Actually, uh, I'll, uh, I'll light a candle to light my way out. Okay. It appears that most of the people here have fallen asleep. Do you check on any of them or no? Yes, I checked. Make, uh, uh, I, I'd, I'd like to, uh, t- uh, to check people over, especially the ones I was talking to. You can tell that several of them seem a little cold and a little anemic and one of them uh wakes up when you touch them and goes oh man do you feel good i feel good hmm okay and this is this is the 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 room that the vampires scurried out of mm-hmm. hmm i look for if there are places for it to scurry there's a basement there's a second floor and there's outside all, all places seem equally likely that no, not at four in the morning. They don't. Ah, yes. You 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 would think that they might be worried about the sunrise at this point. Okay. Yes. So the basement. You step down into the basement. Fuck no. Um, okay. I'm going to write a little note on a card with my phone number that says uh, I may have a cleaner supply available. <laughs> and uh, I, where do you leave it? I wave it about the door in the basement, and then I drop it. I leave. Before it touches the ground, it disappears. Leave faster. Okay, you scoot on out of there, get back to base, or do you find somewhere else to sleep the rest of the morning off? Uh, Yeah, I find somewhere else. Uh, also, it's about to be sunrise, so you know if you got back, it probably would be safe, and at least as long as the sun is up. 
No, that place is clearly not safe. Okay. Where does she spend the night, the morning, napping? Bus station. Yep. Many uh, transients at a bus station. And I join the transients. And they recall you and just sort of uh, ignore you as if you were one of them. And uh, at some point, Brandon wakes you up just before sunset as sleeping was not great today. Clearly not. All right. Head back home. Deal with a vampire in my own house. Indeed. Minnie, you arrive. Uh, Dr. Lumen is putting a bag of blood into the fridge. That she seems to have drawn from herself or from it? It's difficult to tell, but like a, ba- a basic presuming is, seems human blood. Okay. Good morning. Oh, hi. Minnie looks a little rough around the edges. You're doing okay. I'm here. That doesn't explicitly answer that question. Well, I'm... Just a bit confused by your sudden concern for my well-being. Ma'am. Wow. <laughs> it's about to go down. Ma'am. Fight, fight, fight. But, uh, I mean, generally, I, I care about people and their well-being. Oh, seems you have an unusual way of showing it. What do you mean? I mean, bringing an obviously and demonstrated dangerous predator into my house and having it stay there awake all night. Your feelings are valid. We just need a little bit of time to come up with a plan. And I think that we have a plan, especially, well, was she able to give her speech being gone from the house? I think we're going to say she gave it right as she got back and then oh, be- left. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was. Uh, okay, I was. Cool. Uh, was was a, was able to uh, to uh, to give any instructions or whatever. I just don't sleep there. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. She was unable to convince you to stake the vampire. Right. 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 That's fine. Um, yes, uh, I think that we have a plan, especially you know, given your expertise on the subject. I feel like we've all learned a lot, and um, I think that the idea was perhaps for her to take over the identity. Of this botanist you found? Botanists mostly work in the day. Mm-hmm. Plants needing sun and all that. It might be difficult for her to to blend in that way. Right, right. Yes, we were coming up with a, a few different ideas. Another idea was I could try to provide some place for her to go. I could set her up uh, with work on with some contacts that I know that are what? interested in acquiring something something that she could quite most easily produce. What kind of work? Well, she could sell her blood. For what purpose? Minnie gives 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 a uh, gives a somewhat awkward shrug and and said none that would affect her. I but but what would it be used for? These are the kinds of things that I'm sure she would ask. Well, vampire blood is well known for its healing properties. There are a number of uh, medical methodologies that that, uh, that that require a small amount amount of it. Of course, this is not exactly smiled upon in our organization, but neither is anything that we're doing here right now. Hmm. <laughs> Given that we have not made any reports about uh, our discovery to headquarters yet. Oh well. If you wish to turn uh, to turn her over uh, over to the authorities, I mean, it is a bit a bit cruel by my seeing, but I would respect your choice. Yeah, there are not a, there are not a lot of good options here. Uh, I like either 
we could take your direction um, <clears throat> without knowing exactly where this blood was going and what it was being used for. We could try to do the botanist thing, but it might be hard for her to fit in. Or she could just hole up somewhere and not be particularly safe. And none of those options feel very good. What about returning her to her own kind? Probably equally as dangerous. Yes, but it might allow for her to have, to have a more authentic life. People who understand what she is might be more able to, able to uh, help her make sense of it. Assuming she doesn't already have any enemies here. I find that unlikely. Though, of course, she'll make some. Won't we all? I don't. Uh, I don't. I can't, I can't see how she could possibly have any enemies outside this room if she's only been in Colorado for a night. I mean, yeah, you, you're right. I'm just trying to think of all of the ways it could possibly go wrong. I guess, which is terribly destructive thinking. Ah, sundown. Okay. Um. Uh, I. I'm going to go pitch a bunch of ideas, and we'll see what happens. Do we okay. get back? Yes, you get back, unless Dr. Lemon wants to specifically have a, a one-on-one with uh, Sarah. And if uh, that's I, the case, then you will get back right after that is done. Yeah, I, I do want to have a one-on-one with her. But also, I'll let Minnie know about the fact that I was using my night and maybe some of the early morning to be making drugs to try to reduce her chances of going crazy. It is a full-time job. It is, but I just, I know that things went really poorly, and I just wanted to know, let you know that there were efforts made. She wasn't on her meds. Uh, sounds greatly better than nothing. I'll take it. <laughs> go have a conversation with Sarah, and this is gonna go real bad. Christmas one, let's go. Okay, you go to the one closet that doesn't have uh, techno gadgets on it yet, and open it up. Sarah is just in their semi-fetal position, laying on her side, and just goes, "Mm, ten more minutes. I give her ten more minutes. I don't want to try to jump her with this. You come back in ten minutes, and she goes, "Mm, don't wake me up. It's, I give you the ten more minutes. (sighs) Whatever, Mom. Sorry, Dr. Lemon. Her eyes flicker open, and she goes, oh, okay. Right, I rise and shine. Am I right? Something like that, yes. So look. I'm not going to beat around the bush. <laughs> we have a couple different options for what we can do from here. She's taking the pills from you and popping one in her oh, mouth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Plan A. Well, background. I don't think it would be a good <laughs> idea for you to go back to Baltimore. That makes sense. I think they were trying to kill me. So, right, right. yeah. Okay. Okay, good. Good. We're on the same page there. Plan A. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> I could just try to find you a place to hole up for a little while and let you get settled. Obviously, some of my compatriots aren't super comfortable with you being in the house. Oh, I was going to ask why I couldn't just stay here. It seems like you have spare rooms, but no, that makes sense. She I, seems like yeah, yeah, a bit I, like, I, oh, I oh God, I am a monster. I Yeah, I know. Um, not my choice. Not my thought process, but I have to respect the wishes of my co-workers, too. I'm sure you understand. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. I do eat people. Um, no, we've had a conversation about this. You don't eat people. Snack. Plan B. 
<laughs> she cracks up. Plan B. There is a potential identity that you could take over of a botanist. However, that work usually involves being up and about in the daytime, so it might be kind of difficult to take over. Yeah, yeah, it does seem kind of not something I can do. Maybe they have, like, night jobs? Maybe they need someone to guard the greenhouse? I don't know. Maybe you're suddenly very, very interested in lichen. Oh, okay. I mean, that wasn't my major, but I could try. Right. But things that grow in the dark, wet places, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I know what those are. Plan C. Not my favorite plan. Oh. But I'll float it by you. Because you're an adult, they can make your own choices. Minnie knows people that would want to potentially buy your blood. Uh, why? I asked that question, too. She said something about medical procedures. She was not very specific. And I was like, I think that's something that needs an answer. Can I ask her? Yeah. I mean... That seems like important information. Right? That's kind of... That's what I said. Does my blood do things? I mean, I've heard the others talking about how, like, the blood is everything and stuff. But that's... I don't, I don't know what they mean. It it might do oh, stuff. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go talk to her. She starts walking out of the room and says, wait, wait... I, I I don't mean to be uh, inconvenient, but do you have any? Yeah. I'm kind of hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of thought that that would be a thing that we would take care of before conversations with other people. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Don't want to be hangry. <laughs> I provide breakfast. She noms on a bag and gives a face that is like, ugh, the whole time. Just like, ah. And she's like, it's so cold. Ugh. I mean, it, to be able to keep it from going bad. It- she stops, like blood all over her teeth. I know. Sorry, doctor. It's you told me a hundred percent honesty. So I gotta say, last night I've never tasted anything so good as that one lady. It was so amazing. We could, we could run some experiments. I dreamt about it all day. Ooh. We could run some experiments and see if maybe she just tastes better, even refrigerated. I could ask. Oh, I mean, if you could, she almost like advances a step on you so that you can tell that it's unconscious. And she says, could you get more? I I can absolutely ask, but she is allowed to say no. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. And she looks back at the half empty bag and like reluctantly puts it back up to her mouth and just like bites through it and drinks the rest. I'm personally kind of offended, but okay. She doesn't say, say it tasted gross because it was gross. It's just it's cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. But charisma one, of course I'm offended. Ah, right. Okay. So And you microwave blood. Actually, <laughs> yeah, you can you can warm it up in the microwave a little bit. It helps. Look, I'm learning. There you go. Yeah, My- microwave burritos and blood. Mmm, delicious. <laughs> Minnie, is that something you say as you enter the room? Uh yes. <laughs> she looks at you and goes, Wait, really? As long as you do, as long as you don't cook it. Oh, I mean that sounds good. I of guess. Of course, it will never quite measure up to the real thing, will it? I'm no, probably not. But I don't want to do that, so I guess well, that's fine. It's like when I was a person. I mean, sorry, doctor. When I was still alive, I 
liked eating donuts all the time, but I didn't because it was bad for me. Like, I have self-control. Uh, yeah. Shouldn't have overestimate it, though. There's two of you. She looks confused for a moment, but then horrified. My girl! I mean, you can't possibly uh, possibly ascribe your actions last, uh, uh, last night to yourself, can you? I mean, I, I don't want to. That's because there's two of you. Is Objection. Dr. Lumen putting up a finger? She, she like, is hesitating, so you, you have time to talk. I, this was a thing that we've definitely discussed before, is just because part of you does something that you don't like, it's not healthy to repress those or separate them into two separate entities. You are yourself. Yeah, but... she's definitely told you it felt like another person was doing this, and you're like, no, mm-hmm. no, no, it's just, it's just another part of you. You've got it's to accept it. It's another part of you, yes. <laughs> um... It's it's not good to repress those things either. Sometimes we have to feel these emotions and accept that we, as people, make mistakes. I, I mean that she literally has dual anima. Uh, confused faces. S- confused faces. A s- it's like a secondary soul. Sarah starts nodding. Uh, the beast nods more aggressively, and it is able to take control, especially more easily when she's hungry. This other creature cannot be reasoned with. It is incredibly dangerous and is mainly con- a con- a concerned with the more primal elements. So, life. real quick, Doctor and Minnie, do you want to do contested persuasions to see which one of these things Sarah believes? Do I want to? No. Yes. But I feel like I should. Definitely should, although... Minnie does not uh, is not too terribly concerned whether or not she is believed. Is this intelligence persuasion or manipulation occult? Or I think this is manipulation occult. And if you are not terribly invested, minus two. And Doctor Lumen, it's I think manipulation science. Definitely better than my charisma persuasion. Many coming in to undo like many therapy sessions. Um, so many I, therapy sessions. Is my specialization in neurology applicable? Absolutely. Thought so. So extra die. Yep. Or Sarah. Oof. Oh, good Sarah. Will Sarah powering good. that some because it is important that she uh, that she believed misinformation about vampires. I don't know. It's misinformation. <laughs> Three total. All and right. for many zero. Okay. So she's nodding along like, oh, all this feels right. And then Dr. Lumen interrupts you and um, begins. Actually. <laughs> um, actually is you. No. Says, remember your therapy sessions. We've talked about this. You know, it may feel like another thing, but remember that it's you. You're in control. And she just immediately sort of centers in on Dr. Lumen and is like, yes, yes, you're right. Okay. I've got Minis. it. Many sort of, sort of sort of shrugs and 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 says, "We all cling to one religion or another." You you said there was a plan that had me selling my blood. Why? It's quite valuable. What uh, does it do? Heal injuries, extend life. It's important that you don't that you are cautious who you who you sell it to. But it is one of the more uh, the the more powerful healing components for people who practice alternative medicine. Well, shoot. I mean, I mean, I've been selling my blood since I was like 16 to buy college books. Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> oh, no. They will pay you significantly more. And on top of that, provide you with a fresh supply as well. I mean, that sounds great. Why am I not doing that? 
Wait, fresh supply. Hold on. Who 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 am I drinking? They'll be ethically sourced, but probably uh, not want to tell you the names of these people, as those donors would likely wish to remain anonymous. Right. Okay. And who is they? Is it, is it like a gov? Does the government know? The government knows, at least parts of it. Other parts do not, and they don't talk to each other very easily. But if you wish, I can introduce you, or I can uh, I could work as an intermediary if you prefer. It should provide uh, provide you with uh, with enough res- resources to have a little place while you adjust. Although I do think that you might need the advice of one of your own, someone who's been where you are. Dr. Lumen, I know I'm not supposed to say this, but every one of the people like me I've ever met is fucking crazy. Yes, yes, you know, those terms are not the best, but I understand what you're feeling. They were probably trying to scare you. Well, why would they do that? Baltimore is an old city. (sighs) All right, I'm in as long as I can say no whenever I want to, because this seems super sketchy. Yes, can I make a request, Minnie? Minnie shrugs. Yes? Is it possible that we could do some kind of background checks on these people before much donation happens? It's what we do, but Minnie turn, it, it, it turns on the blender and says uh, we would have to avoid discussing with management. They will be displeased. I kind of assumed that much. Um, maybe plays can help us when they're not locked in their office doing whatever they're doing? Speaking of management, Major Tom, Chell, you pop in the door to hearing a blender and Minnie and Dr. Lumen having a furtive conversation with Sarah standing nearby. Not at the same time, obviously. The blender covers up the first one or the other one. Yeah. Okay. I say hi to everybody. Loudly over the blender. I turn the blender off. Really strong winds out there, man. It's just not looking great. We almost... Whew. Yeah, Chell's looking a little bit, um, a little bit pale <laughs> talking about that. Do you need something for that? I wonder mm-hmm. if that has anything to do with the apocalypse. Oh, right, the apocalypse. I forgot about that. Sarah blanches. She was already really pale. Chell she goes into negative white. She starts to glow. <laughs> uh, Chell, what? if you could sit on that side of the room for now, that would be helpful. Why? Oh, oh, and she looks just—she looks just a little bit crestfallen. Like she obviously thinks that Sarah's uncomfortable around her. <laughs> of course, she would be. Is Sarah uncomfortable around her? Do I yeah, intuit well, this? It's a kind of uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, Sarah is definitely keeping a wary eye out on on that tall, tall buff. Chell sits on the other side of the room. What's this about an apocalypse? We don't know much. Oh. Okay, I guess. Yet, yet, but we'll figure out some more, you know, so it's not such a big unknown thing, right? Start yeah. one piece at a time. Don't stress until you know there's a problem, I guess. Exactly. Ah, my girl has grown up. I mean, there's always some apocalypse or another that needs to be prevented, right? I yeah, guess I'll prevent three so far. Our artificial hyperventilation. Yeah. All right. Uh, nope, maybe we don't say more anxiety-inducing thoughts, shall we? Keep them to a minimum. So I relay what we saw of the different sites that we visited, that the uh, power substations seem to have at least some sort of security around them, and that a main array up in the Rockies had uh, some sort of anti-surveillance technology, didn't let us get good pictures. 
I describe it with its antennas and what it looked like. And these aren't ours? Uh, we don't believe so. We can call in for confirmation again, but I'm pretty sure they're not ours. All Leo right. steps in, holding a plate with nachos, and says, uh, you want me to send him a fax? I look to Major Tom. Yeah, definitely. He starts uh, writing down what you said in like big, all caps letters, puts it on a piece of paper, puts it in the fax, hits a few numbers, sends it in. Maybe 30 seconds later, a fax paper comes out and says, dear fuck ups. Oh, hey, it's a good friend, Joe. It is my unfortunate responsibility to inform you that some other fuck ups higher up have seen fit to hide information from me. All the previous locations which you specified are in fact a project that is now being unveiled and is now a sector-wide priority. Oh, okay. So we are ma- so we are causing the apocalypse. Good. Good to know. Uh, and then at the end it says PS new orders in the morning. So we only ha- and we only have the night to take care of it. It's kind of what it sounds like to me. I turn uh, I turn towards uh, towards the vampire and say, "Well, if you're interested in this prop in, in this proposition, I could sell it much easier. Much easier with a uh, if you could loan me a small vial. She looks around and says, "I don't think I should leave my blood with you. I think I should go with you. They will all know what you look like then. Mm. If that's what you prefer, they're gonna know what I look like eventually. And I somebody told me to never give up my blood. Somebody told me to never give up my blood. They might be able to find me that way." I, I look at her curiously and I say, do you know where you are right now? I'm in Denver, right? Yeah. Okay. Still not, I'm still not quite clear on how I got here. Well, I'm curious who, who dropped you off also, but if you want to, if you want to come, come, come with me, then I will introduce you. Okay. Who are you introducing her to? I'm taking her down to the pawn shop. Okay. You also have the pawn shop's number if you want to call them. No, I'm not using a technocracy regulated uh, regulated cell, a cell phone communication net, a network. Right. Okay. Uh, to to in, discuss in vampire blood. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so that's doc- a no on letting me do some background stuff before you start doing this. Then yeah. Uh, Doctor Lemon, can you? We can wait as long as we want, but we do have the apocalypse to take care of. Do you? Uh, can you come with us? I was going to ask if you wanted me to. I mean, it'd be nice to have some support. Yeah, of course. She, like, smiles nervously at you. Minnie shrugs and says, Okay, but you'll have to leave any not-cleared-for-general-use technology behind. What? If you have any advanced tech, any uh, classified tech, you'll have to leave it in the car. No, I have a smartwatch. I point to the medical bag. Your drugs are not uh, FDA-approved, I believe. Ah, but they could be very important. Minnie shrugs and says it won't go over well. Okay, and I will do one of the first things I've done in trusting Minnie and leaving these behind. Uh, before you guys go, uh, Sarah, right? Yeah? You mind if we talk for a second? Uh, do- Dr. Lumen could be nearby, I don't, I don't mind. Uh, okay. Chella's definitely told Dr. Lumen that she wants to apologize to Sarah. Uh, By the way, I forgive you. Um, We don't have to do that whole thing. That's, that's awkward. Uh, I know I was, I got, I got Uh, angry. uh, Water under the bridge, right? You know, good. 
a proper introduction. I'm chill. She holds out her hand. She advances tentatively and sort of like turns sideways and reaches out to you. Chell shakes her hand, not threateningly, like just normally. Chell's okay. way, yeah. She has a, a pretty strong handshake, but it's not like supernaturally strong or anything. Yeah, Chell matches. Come on. Mm. But she she continues to look nervous, unless you want to use magic on her. <sighs> no, no, okay. I'm actually not going to. I'm learning. I'm so proud. Uh, <laughs> hey, we could just forget about what happened back then. New start. All right. Who is going on this 10 p.m. mission to uh, go sell a vampire? Rent a vampire. Rent rent a vampire. It'd be probably be best if if we didn't have an entire technocracy pod showing up at their door. I think it's best if I don't go. So I'm not going. Is that an in character thing or out of character thing? Both. Okay. And chill. I don't think I'm wanted. Fair enough. If you Minnie only did knew. just mention the apocalypse and possibly that we are doing it. Is there anything that you guys want to look into whilst they are going and checking this out? Yeah, we should probably look into that. Chell, your contact Maybe. has recovered, so True. you can bother him again if you want to. But um, here's... Yes. Yes. Chell is going to call her brother. Before or after everybody leaves? After everybody leaves. Okay, so Sarah, Dr. Lumen, and Minnie pile up into the car. Also, you you notice that you now have... Everyone has bikes now, except for uh, Hux. We all have bikes? Everyone's oh. got a bike, too? Yeah, I got everybody bikes. Oh. Okay, and the three of you pile into the Jeep, I believe, or the Mazda. Let's say you pile I, into I the Mazda. I tell Minnie, I was gonna say, when you Mom, get back, I've got a present for Brandon. Does Brandon, does Brandon feel like going with us now? Brandon is like and like does a little hop on your shoulder like towards Major Tom side eyes you like oh what when you get back I've got a present for you present now no you don't want to take it with you oh okay hops back on back closer to Minnie's head on the way over I'm going to ask Sarah whether she uh, Sarah do you want me to to work as your intermediary in this um you can you can operate with them directly or you can or you can work through me your choice she looks at you dr lemon like oh god what which would uh, i'm sorry i i didn't hear that last part uh either mini could be your intermediary or what or she can work directly with them okay well. basically she's you you get the impression that she's like how much do you trust mini yeah yeah i know i was kind of does mini seem like she has any nefarious intentions i don't think Insight. so cool uh, wits insight. See if you can uh, see yep, yep. what Minnie's about. Looking for the thing. Ooh, you, uh, should yes. botch. you should botch hard. It'll be great. Use sense emotions to enhance my perceptions, allowing me to add mind writing to insight. Absolutely. What? Unless Minnie is resisting this somehow with all of her magic rocks. Uh, I mean, I don't try to resist, but it I it do. just resists. Yeah. It's not like it, it, if if I had if I had to uh to attempt to avoid magic, then it wouldn't be as much use. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so minus the mind, and also am I minus two because it's nighttime? You're in a car. It's just checking, and it's on a lit street. You feel it's not. Ah, uh, oh my god, we're gonna die. Wonderful. So minus mind. It's not gonna be minus mind. What's your prime mini again? Uh three. Three. Okay. All right. Carry on. Make your roll, and it's plus mind. Ooh. 
one, two, three, four, five, six, seven successes. As you are attempting to just read Minnie, it it's like the thoughts about her get a little wibbly wobbly while you're doing it, but you maintain your focus. And Minnie, what what are your intentions with this 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 young va- vampire? Are they entirely based off of her? her well-being or are there other things because this is going to get get through your your armor pretty well and dr lumen is reading you almost perfectly well multiple motivations in this self-preservation being near the top of the list Uh, next is also uh sarah's well-being there's also a self-interested portion and certainly curiosity Minnie definitely wants uh, wants to be the the intermediary more more than she's letting on, but certainly does uh, does, uh, would not want wish to uh, see Sarah come to harm. Okay. Okay. If there wasn't a self interested part in there, I would have been surprised. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think that this is, by the way, just like a automatic thing, like reflexively using this to try to read people, like how you try to read, you know, a patient during a session. Indeed, also uh, make a coincidental check. That's what I was about to say. Two dice. Two dice, one success you're looking for. I gain and a Sarah, Okay. And Sarah is looking at you like, oh, oh Lord, who is this lady and do, I, and do you trust her? Okay. I think that that is a decision that is up to you. I think that Minnie has good intentions. She definitely wants to help you, right, Minnie? Uh, I would prefer that, that no harm come to you or anyone else. Sarah hears this and nods slowly and says, I want you to be my intermediary, but mostly because I don't know who these people are and the evil you know. I'm not saying you're evil, just, you know what I mean. Uh, can we draw a small sample? <sighs> You'll still be there. Sure. Take needle, draw a small sample of blood. I put it into a little glass vial. Okay. And Minnie directs you to the candy shop. And, uh, I say... I may be speaking about you in the third person. I'm not comfortable re- revealing your identity just yet and, uh, un- until I'm sure. Okay. I won't be offended. I had a so, boyfriend like that once. It was, I was offended then. I'll be referring to a vampire colleague of mine. Mm. Okay. And you guys step out of the car and head into, uh, head into the shop. Okay. Uh, you head into this kind of kitschy pawn shop. There's the, barred section at the end of the shop with a lanky guy with brown hair he sits there and looks up and goes oh hey it's you you come to pay back we could actually use you tonight say i've come with an offer an offer for the, uh, for a collaboration that might interest you okay matt get out here and another gentleman who's blonde steps out they're both very thin uh white gentlemen they're both wearing like baggy t-shirts I have I have come into a source for vampire blood. Oh? Who, for the moment, wish, uh, w- wishes to uh, to remain anonymous, but they... That's great, because uh, remember, we don't want that vampire stuff in here. There's too many grudges. It's bad blood. Right. You'd be just make, uh, making arrangements for the blood. Oh, you want to find somebody who does want it. Okay, so you owe us another. Yes. Okay. So, how about this? You help us with a deal tonight. We've got something that needs to be verified authentic. We need a third party. You're a third party. You've got the juice, right? Of course. Okay. We're going to do this. When we're done, we'll introduce you to some people. This vampire friend, they have any compunctions about who they work with? I say, 
they are particular and ethically minded. We would prefer that that, uh, that their contact be the same. They both give each other a side look, like identically. It's uncannily how linked their movements are. And then they say, okay, yeah, I mean, you're not going to make a lot, but... Say, my companion has has no no need for great wealth. Oh, well, I mean, that's not something we hear every day. Uh, all right. Also, who are your friends? One of them, the vampire? I say, that's a rather forward question, isn't it? You're right. Later. So what do you need help with? Well, we're about to go buy something, and we want to make sure it's real. That I can certainly help with. Okay. Well, I can arrange it tonight. You guys have an hour or two to kill? I look back uh, back at the others. Um, while they're having that conversation real quick, take my glasses out of my pocket, pretend to be looking at stuff on shelves, but I want to analyze Supernatural, these two people. <laughs> the stuff on the shelf shelves mostly seems mundane. There's some of it that has resonance. Which is this real, like, for you, it's not a particularly important thing to your magic. So it's just barely audible, like, vibrations to the objects that change depending on what you're looking at. And everything has a resonance, so, but some of them are particularly stronger than others. But the two of them, when they're looking at each other, you can see, like, distortions between them. Like, maybe they're talking to each other's brains? You have seen similar phenomena with psychics. Yeah. I think I have enough mind magic to recognize that. Yeah, there are psychics in the technocracy. It is a field of study. And, you know, these these two seem to be using some inferior variety of it. Got it. Okay. Uh, But Minnie looks back at us and I just kind of like shrug at Sarah. Sarah is like, I don't know. Okay. Good. All right. I turn uh, turn back and say, yes, the sooner the better. We do have, uh, have some... Other businesses that we'd like to get on, get onto, I'm sure you understand. But I'm certain that I can verify the authenticity of the of the artifact. All right, Nick's gonna make you some coffee. I'm gonna head in the back and make some calls. I say none, none for me, thanks. Not a fan of coffee. Uh, tea, water. I mean, we're tea. business partners now. Tea would be good. Okay, Nick leaves and Nathaniel stays for a little bit, and Sarah at some point pulls you over. Dr. Lumen in a pretty basic feign to be like, oh, come look at this interesting music box and says, um, they both look the same, like exactly the same. Yeah, they do. I was noticing that myself. No, 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 no. Like, not their bodies. Like, their, I know you said it's not real, but their auras. Oh, okay. That like, is fascinating. Also, they're, they're kind of like you. They have, they have that, that, that shimmer. Okay, good. Is is, okay. is that helpful? I, that's very helpful. Thank you very much for letting me know. I was I was checking them out myself, and I just want to remind you that, that um, if there's any part of the situation that you need to walk away from, you can. No, it's just, it's just situations where it starts with you owe us. Uh, makes me nervous. Same, same. But um, we're trying to trust our new teammates that they will come through for us, right? Okay. All right, we will cut away from you very briefly and head back to HQ. What are y'all doing there after the uh, the vampire crew leaves? Sir, I think I uh, think I may know somebody who might be able to help us get more info on um, Project Roost. Oh, we should definitely follow that up then. I'm going to put in a small requisition order and uh, let me know what you find out as soon as you know something. Yes, sir. Shell goes off to make a phone call. Okay, you you get on the phone with your brother. Go for Robin. Hey, Mikey! 
<sighs> You're calling pretty late. What's going on? I mean, well, first of all, did you get the the boxes? Make sure to send them uh, direct. Yeah, good, uh, right. Thanks a lot. Passed them out in the office. Big, big, big boost to productivity. Well, I've got the hookup for you. So if you want more, no, I might need some later. Why do you have another favor you want? Hey, uh, do you remember when we used to uh, we used to try and sneak cookies out of the kitchen, right? And uh, we had to make mom think that we were somewhere else in the house. Yeah, because that thing clicked. It clanked. It was made of porcelain or whatever. Right, right. Uh, and we would talk about, you, you know, um, shit. So what I'm trying to think of here is I'm trying to think of a code they would have back when they were children for, yes, we are totally talking about something completely different and we are not somewhere else talking about something else. <laughs> Essentially, I'm, we can't. We need a secure channel to talk on. But it's oh, not uh, technocracy based. I'm just. I, I think, I, my I think brain it is has to be cartoonishly it. bad. Is what it needs. Yeah. To be. No. Yes. Um, definitely. Because children thought of it. <laughs> like the cats are meowing in the neighbor's yard. That makes. That makes. Sure, we'll use that. So, uh, <laughs> you know, oh shit, there there are cats meowing in the neighbor's yard, and I want to say that Shell has not used this code for like many many years since they were kids he goes what are you talking oh right really <sighs> okay um give me a half an hour and he click hangs up and yep 25 minutes later there's a knock at the door <laughs> okay Joel goes to answer the door that uh bike messenger is there he's like oh it's you hey Got a new one. Pulls out a package. Hands it to you. Small. Perfect. Thanks, man. Uh, hey, here's a tip. You came here really late at night, and I give him a couple bucks. Sure thing. And he gets on his bike and muscles off. Uh, I gotta get that guy's name sometime. <laughs> the package, when you open it, has a, a burner phone in it. Cool. I dial what I assume is the only number on there. Oh, and, and, and the phone is not just a burner phone. It's actually been cracked open and like resealed and is like duct taped. Yeah, the number in there mm-hmm. is a random one, and he picks up. All right, what do you need? Seems like you're into some sketchy stuff now. Can't even go on over uh, secure channels. Uh, I mean, hmm. Mikey, do you know anything about uh, something called Project Roost? Mm, do you do you have a place where you want Mikey to be stationed? No, I was thinking he'd... For some reason, I was thinking he'd be... No, I, I don't have a particular idea on where he'd be stationed. He is going to be in New York, I think. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And he says, look, I'm just saying the name sounds familiar and it sounds like a thing that had top secret on it. Yeah. You're going to owe me tracks. if I tell you about this. Okay. Because I cannot be sharing information like this, not even with family without it being a risk to me. And I know you're okay with being in section six, but I'm not. I, I know. I know. Um, look, I, if you think you could do it without putting yourself in any danger yeah but if i'm not gonna blame you if you if you can i'm saying most people i shouldn't even have access to this information i'm just resourceful so they probably won't think it's me so i'm probably fine but it's still a risk and i'm telling you next time i need something i'm gonna call you okay i think i might have something coming up in denver well i'm I'm always happy to help a family you know of course all right so this project looks like they've been winding up for a long time 
looks like they've been keeping it from most sections for secrecy, which has actually played hell with their security. It seems like they could have had more people on it, but they didn't want to draw attention. And because of that, a bunch of their sites or whatever got hit. Doesn't seem like it was a coordinated hit, just random spooks doing their spooky nonsense. So what I'm going to tell you is they are trying to control the weather. And for some reason, it requires a lot of juice. Most weather control projects have been running fine since the 50s. But for what, whatever reason, the Northwest just doesn't work. Every time they try it, blows up in our faces. So that's all I remember reading. I don't have the file in front of me right now. That's just my, my old noggin holding on to that stuff. Anything else you need well, to know, sis? Hmm. <laughs> Is there anything else I need to know? That's a good question. Uh, Shell would know this. Sam is blanking. What else would I need to ask? Any other characters want to suggest something out of characters? I think Shell would definitely ask, how could this go wrong? Someone in our section thinks it's going to bring about the end of the world. At least 30 bomb level. Yeah, um, so I guess you're wondering maybe why I'd be asking about this. There is the possibility that this may be apocalypse level bad small apocalypse you know not not like what the leeches are talking about all the time right <laughs> why would it be it's just a weather control project it, it, uh, well obviously i'm guessing it has something to do with why it's not going well here let's just say i was almost knocked out of the sky by gale force winds not fun don't want to go up in a helicopter again anytime soon you hear tip tap tap typing and he goes weather looks fine no it doesn't look fine Oh, that's weird. They're doing a cover-up, too. Badly. Okay. I don't know why it would be bad, but if it hasn't been working for a long time and we haven't heard anything about it, they probably hushed those projects up. So you may want to look up whatever the last thing it was they tried and see if you can find hard copies of it anywhere. Might be in archives. Take a look at the archives, then. Thanks, Mikey. I know this is risky. I wouldn't have asked if I'd had any other options. Well, I do appreciate being your last option. Well, no, you're not my last option. You know that. I just don't want to put you in danger. You, come on. It's like, whatever, sis. I love you. Bye. Hangs Bye. Oh, good twin relationship. That's kind of strained. Perfect. All right. Uh, yeah, Chell's going to go down and relay her information to Roger, uh, to Major Tom. Roger Tom. What the fuck? Roger Tom. Roger Tom. I'm sure I have a brother, <laughs> brother named Roger. But you'd be Roger Fitzgerald, not Roger Tom. Huh, okay. Sir, I got a... I think I got some more info on that that project. Oh, what did you find out? Well, it's weather control, which I guess makes sense. The weather here has been... Your family did say the weather here has been pretty uh, pretty out of whack, right? Well, it's been out of whack. I'm leaving here. Yeah, definitely. Apparently, they've been trying to do this sort of thing for a while. And it just doesn't work. They've been trying to cover some this stuff up poorly. We might want to find a way to get some hard copy evidence of what they're doing. Yeah. Okay. That's that's all I got. I was I wasn't gonna you know push for much more. Okay. Well, that's at least something to follow up. Uh, whenever Blaze wakes up, we can see if he can get us more information from just our normal consumer side of things. Hmm. But let's see what we can figure out from these files here and start going through the Project Roost files that we have from the botanist and see if there's a place that we could go to that we think would be the easiest target to get more hard copy. Both of you give me a int politics law 
to see if you know just offhand where an archive would be that might Two hold successes. this kind of information. Sorry, say again? Two successes. Okay. Matt? And that's a 10 on a paradox. Three successes. Gosh, you were just never going to have less paradox damage. <laughs> I just, I'm not, I got to use it. Mm-hmm. Lose one paradox and take a paradox willpower damage. And that Already was, ahead, yeah. Matt, how many successes? I missed it. Three successes. Okay. Between you, you have an idea of a location. There's actually just an old library. And because your brother said that they've been trying this since the 50s, there might be some old records in this repository. There's the library where they have all the documentation. Sorry, not a library. It's a government archive for Denver. And it's all paper, all boxes going back to you know the 20s. And they might have doc- some documents in there that got missed if they were doing a purge. Because normally they do electronic purge and try to get as much paper as they can, but it's very difficult and unreasonably expensive and hard to confirm. So you could head there, but it would be, uh, you certainly don't have permission to be there. <laughs> permission. Indeed. When it could just be friends letting friends in for a few seconds, you know. Okay, so we head back to Pawn Shop, where you guys have been kicking it with Nick and Knack. And they, they have been congenial hosts, just sort of shooting the breeze, talking about weird, how weird the weather is. They, in passing, mention that those, those fussy wizards have been bouncing. They've been leaving town. Oh, they're worried about something? Yeah, something about the spirits. Which ones? I might want to have a chat. Mm, one of the, the big ones. The, uh, you know, like the moon and the sun and the astrological signs. They're, they're worried about that, mostly, it seems. Uh, only one of them came in here before he said he, he was called to counsel. Except he made his voice all echoey and boomy. I swear they do that just to piss on us little guys. Yes, that that is the tactic. Uh, hermetic council or another? I'm not sure. I know there are at least some more more natural magic guys. But yeah, the, the only one who I heard it from is hermetics. The order, you know. Hmm. They have their legs kicked up when they get a call on a you know old rotary phone. And he sort of jerks and snaps back, picks up the phone and says, uh-huh, uh-huh, the station. Oh, no, the old station. Okay, 20 minutes? Yeah, okay. Yeah, we got a third party. We'll be able to figure out if your stuff is real. Still don't believe you. Whatever, I'll give, fine, I'll give you the ruby if it's real. Fine, yeah, all right. But hangs up and says, that, that, we got to bring the ruby just in case these idiots is real. But if they are, it's awesome. Okay. They walk out and get in a like big white van. Just follow us. We're going down to the old rail station. Old rail station? Yeah, he gives you an address. Okay. It, it is a, a defunct rail station. I am going to text Major Tom and Shell, asking if they could be nearby in case a deal goes bad. Giving them you the address. You guys get a text. How close is the old rail station to the archive? The archive is in downtown, and the old rail station is like far east side of town, so they're not near each other at all. Uh, I well, suggest we'll go backup. Let's yes, go sir. be backup. Whenever Minnie's done with whatever she needs, she'd be the best one to take to the archive anyway. She seems to be a real researcher. Oh, good. I was afraid I'd have to do that. I'm not the best. I mean, like I could sniff them out, but they probably smell like old paper. Yes, you were confident it would smell like old paper. So you guys head out in your Jeep to meet up at the location. 
just give real quick, give me a wits drive to park far enough. Actually, a wits stealth to park far enough away, lights off, being subtle so that people don't notice you. Go for it, Major Tom. Chell does not drive. Chell is a head out the window, gal. How many Chell, successes? Chell can drive. <laughs> Trace. Trace successes. Tris. Okay. So you, you guys pull up, lights off. You can visually see the train yard, but you're behind a fence. Car pointed that way. You've got a pretty good angle on everything, but it appears like no one's there yet. If it doesn't <laughs> seem like anybody's there, we I, I go ahead and make a hole or a pass in the fence. Get some wire snips. and. Okay. Yeah. You, you guys get there in time to make uh, an entryway for yourself. And just as you're finishing cutting the fence, a white van pulls up on a far street and begins pulling up to the fence a guy gets out unlocks it and th- drives through and behind them a notably beat up mazda follows them oh i am asking on the way over what type of individuals are we working with here so before right just before you leave you say who are working with and they say the guys who are into cosplay steampunk uh-huh yeah i don't even know how those guys get around anymore i mean most of the time i don't see them unless they just pop up that's why we got to call and make sure they're there first otherwise they just wait waiting forever anyway let's go i thought they were so good with watches <laughs> does Minnie happen to fill this in at what at all that means on the way over yes uh society of ether they use magical bunk old sci-fi frankenstein types watch out for the ray guns oh and definitely excuse uh, and definitely bring uh, bring your equipment. But what what kind of equipment? Your medical bag. Ah. Yeah, it's at least in the car with you. Oh yeah, for sure. I left behind special drugs, but I have the normal kind. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do. I do want one thing to do. Uh, after we arrive, I do want to take a quick whiff of the area of smell supernaturals just to know what what's around for uh, safety. Smells like old trains, but also a little bit. Ozone-y? Like magic ozone or yeah, clouds like are probably going to be coming down ozone? It, sh- it shouldn't be here. Okay. I'm telling them about the things also. About about, about the... Uh, about okay, so the, you're texting this to them as well or calling them on the drive over? Yeah, about the SOE. Okay. So the wind has died completely. It is a completely dead, kind of sweltering, hot, humid night now. You guys have cut through the wire. You see these two cars pulling in. One of the guys goes back and locks it behind them. They pull over to this one empty rail and stop and get out of the car and wait for Minnie to get out of their car. Do y'all step out of the Mazda? Oh, yeah. Sarah seems like incredibly nervous about all this sketchy nonsense. I mostly body block her a little bit. Okay, she's fine with being right behind you, even though she might be a little bit taller than you. I think she is just a little bit, but that's yeah, okay. She, she's a tall soccer gal. And they look at their watches. Oh, this is always fun. Okay, look over there. And they point between two uh, defunct trains, freight trains, and there's three rails. There's two trains, and there's a space between them. And he says, okay, three, two, one. And a rent in space-time reality opens up in a sort of vortex, and a train rolls out. Oh, God. It is covered in seaweed and water is gushing in around the edges. I just like reach behind me, 
grab Sarah's arm and side eye Minnie like so hard. Like, they are a bit theatrical. It's basically two cars. It's a a nice big passenger car and a nice like a big engine locomotive looking thing. And as it exits the rift, the rift closes behind them, and like the rails right behind it are all warped up and twisted and it pulls to a stop in front of you the door opens and a guy in full like scuba gear steps out with a big diving bell helmet speaking of which chell and major tom can see all of this have i fought these crazy fuckers before you have not had the pleasure (laughs) although major tom you have run into these guys before in their void ships i'm not surprised when you meet them in the black, they are neutral targets. They are often the only other people out there who aren't aliens. And so while you are technically bitter enemies, it is better to have someone to SOS to than no one to SOS to. For sure. So There are weird country cousins. Yes, you, you know them as those jerks who have occasionally rescued your guys and you have occasionally rescued their guys and you kind of get along and don't tell home office that you get along. Yup, kind of jealous. They've got a way to travel space time. I don't. Got and I'm cheap. guessing they're the uh, they're the source of the ozone smell. The moment it, it that rift opens up, that ozone just blasts out at you, like and and along with seawater. Yeah, Chell stumbles back, like physically stumbles back just a little bit. <laughs> you smell deep ocean. Oof. Oh, oh, fishy. Ugh. At least one of those like really deep ocean like squishy monster like translucent fish is just like flopping on the ground over there and explodes. Some sort of ether aquanauts. Okay. How how does one smell the deep ocean when it's water? Salty. It, it's the smell of brine and the <laughs> things that have washed yeah. up from the ocean, not yeah. actually deep ocean. Otherwise you drown in. No, you sniff in <laughs> a bunch of water and it's salty, it goes straight in your nose. It's really unpleasant. Yes. This guy steps out and twists off his helmet. It's this old man with a wildly twisty mustache who pulls goggles down over his eyes and looks around. I roll. (laughs) He has to unzip the whole outfit before he's done and sort of tosses it back into the train. And he's wearing like a leather, like explorer suit with like big fur lining around the edges. And he says, Oh, I told you I could find it. And Nick and Nack are like, uh, we'll believe you when she says it's real and points to Minnie. And the guy looks over at Minnie and says, Minnie, lovely to see you. Uh, How do you do? We should has, have tea. Has this me met them? Nope. I, uh, I wave and I, and I say, uh, uh, it's nice to meet you. Uh, that was probably a different me. There's, you know, a few of us bumping around. Damnable. Ah, well. Do you know where she went? I'd love to see her again. She owes me money. And by money, I mean diamonds. Astral diamonds. <laughs> I say, well, uh, if you have a picture, I can try and uh, try and match up which one. He runs back inside, pulls out an old, like, black and white, uh, clearly done by those flash pan style cameras uh-huh. of Minnie, and, and says, You're not trying to pull anything on me, are you? Sharp as I ever was. I look at the picture. Does it look like this reality's mini? It does. I mean, it looks like you dressed different and younger, sli- slightly younger. Yeah. I say, oh, that's probably the local one. Uh, best I hear, she 
she uh, stepped off planet or off continuum. Mm. If you could, if you happen to find her, please tell her that uh, that I'm holding things down well here. But I'd love to talk to her. Yeah, so just say, Minnie, your friend's waiting back dimensional east. I know. Anyway, I have some business to conduct with this gentleman. You're doing the ass- ass- assessment. Good, excellent. You found a real expert here. <laughs> I know. Uh, he pulls out a big oaken chest and slams it down on the ground and pops it open, and inside is a conch that is inlaid with green, rusted copper. I view it through the crystal. It is very magic. Uh, I pull out my, uh, my manual. You, you have never seen this one before, but as they are talking about it, your manual starts to fill in. Nick starts responding, yeah, it's real, but is it from Atlantis? Probably not. I don't believe it. So how does it work? As they are talking about it, they start, you know, throwing out words like Kraken and summoning. And this one probably wasn't the one that made it fall, but that one would have been much bigger. And <laughs> you realize that if you were to uh, probably take this underwater and blow on it real hard, you might uh, summon angry sea spirits. Okay, and it is powerful? Exceptionally so. Uh, Many, you've been to Atlantis before. Surely you have. Uh, only a visit. A short one. Well, tell these idiots that it's real. I see if I, if, if I can identify any, any markings on it that, 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 would, uh, that, would, that would explain its origin. Okay, give me an int occult. I keep an eye out for external threats, including vampire. Good, I would like wits awarenesses from anybody who is not consumed in the goings-on. Motherfucking one about paradox, so taking another fucking paradox will power damage. God. <laughs> you could also it's take hard. a flaw instead. <laughs> but this doesn't seem like a good situation for no, that. No. Uh, this yes, is just I... stressing you out. The smells of different dimensions just blasting yeah, right in your face. No. God, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. One success. Or no, I'm sorry, zero successes. Alright, Chell is just trying to not imagine herself as an imploding human in the crushing depths. Uh, Minnie is too too uh, busy dealing with actual item appraisal and whatnot. And all I said was, out of car minus dice? Question mark? This is darkness minus dice. The only lighting here is a weirdly warm lantern train. Uh, that is a no successes and a one on a paradox dice. Okay, take a superficial willpower damage, Paradox, and you you got one success? Zero. Zero successes. Even and Major though, Tom? Yeah. I got two successes, and I was going to ask if I could add in my bio-monitoring or not, or whether I should. Yeah, oh, sure. Make a coincidental check as you try to see if there's any bio-signs around. Put up camera goggles. Scan. Did the willpower that I used earlier, is this a new scene? Question mark? This is a new scene, so you can recover up to your composure or resolve, whichever one's higher. Does that include the paradox willpower? It does not. No, okay, I figured as much. No paradox, and checking things out. No paradox, and how many, you got three successes? Or, because you added some, right? Well, it's two, and then I didn't know if I need to add more or not. Yeah, you would add your life rating. Okay, so let me roll three more. And four successes for me. Four successes for knowing what what it is. For uh, figuring out its origins. Yeah, you are fairly confident that while you can't, of course, be 100% confident, but at least in your world, this this text is very similar to artifacts recovered from what was supposedly Atlantis. Okay. Okay, I picked up another success. 
You have three, and you are looking around, and what you see is on a roof over on a building maybe three blocks away, like down a road, is a guy setting up with a big rifle. You also see in the distance a helicopter approaching like full tilt. Okay, I fire off a text and point out the the sniper to shell. Want me to take him out, boss? If you think you can. He's kind of far away, but he's just setting up. If you can get there quick enough, go for it. Uh, About how far is it? It's three blocks away. Yeah, if you sprinted there, you could probably... And and jumped on the roof. You could probably get there before he's set up. Yeah, I got Uh, an order. Sniper and helicopter incoming is the text I fire fire off to Minnie. I say everyone needs to get in the train now. I'll explain. Bah, probably goons again. Every time I appear, they notice. I must now, change them. Now, 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 <laughs> He starts grumbling about how he needs to cha- change the phase variants of his engines again because they, they keep catching on quicker and quicker. And I, I hustle everyone into the train. I do the mom thing with Sarah with the grabbing the arm and the just hauling the bratty kid out of the store. Also into the train? Yeah. Okay, uh, you guys all get in the train. Everything is brass and wood and fine cushions on chairs. There's a fine bottle of whiskey, like in a container with two little shot glasses, like hanging on little nubs. And And he hops up and he's like, "Ah, what a waste of fuel and starts twisting knobs and turning things. And eventually like the train starts inching forward, steam hissing from its engines. I say to my employer, well, the good news is the artifact is legitimate. The bad news is someone's trying to kill us. Ah, well, I guess I owed you a ruby, but this is going to fetch us a fortune, so... Eh. Puts a a ruby in the gentleman's pocket, and the train starts to emit this beam from the front that starts ripping open a vortex in front of you. Um, are we about to leave this reality, Minnie? Only briefly. Better than getting shot. Yes, yes, I'll drop you off. You owe me, though. Two kilos. I'm I'm sorry, you wouldn't say kilos. Uh, Slugs. What's yeah? What's a what's an old timey unit? Slug. Two two two, two slug. slugs of of uh, translucent coal. I say, wait, you're saying that we owe you after you brought snipers down at us? Look, they are the one who wanted the product. I come to where they are. Nick and Nack are like, well, <laughs> don't worry about it, Minnie. We we got it. We, sure, it's worth it. I, I look look at it and I, I lean in towards them and say, it definitely is. That is a, quite an item. Also, if you sell that to the wrong person, it might end the world, especially right now. Uh, we're actually planning on breaking it down. I, but they say breaking it down? Mm-hmm. And it gets pale. The train in front of you is beginning to inch forward. Chell, I assume you are sprinting? Yeah. Give okay. me an athletic strength. <laughs> Finally, a role uh, I'm good at. Plus forces to, and if if you roll high enough, you're going to get to this guy before he sets up. I'm going to pop and body enhancement. Can I add that? My life um, rating? Yes, please do that. Roll two, one co- coincidental check and one vulgar check as you are going to be jumping at the end of this. While you're doing that, Major Tom, are you doing anything? Because you know when that helicopter gets here, your car was hidden from like floor level, but they might see your car. I'm seeing if there's any subterranean parking. Okay. Also, their Mazda is just out there. Well, that's burned. That's burned. Okay. So give me a drive wits. See if you can find a place quick enough before that helicopter gets here. Chell, 
Six successes, no uh, no paradox. Chell is just bounding down this street, not directly at them because he, he might see you coming that way, around a side street and basically jumps up onto a smaller building and then onto a larger building and then across a section in between just doing these inhuman bounds. And you land, I assume superhero style, right next to this guy who is now laying down and has just gone <laughs> at pulling the action back on this very large rifle. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I don't think so, buddy. This guy turns around. He has the ballistic vest and like full equipment that you would expect, but no helmet because he's it would interfere with his big honkin scope wearing a balacava and goes, Chell? Oh, shit. <laughs> is this? Is this? Uh, hold up. Nick. Let's roll and see if it's someone who knows you and likes you or not. <laughs> Are there people who don't like me? This is not Nick. You don't recognize the voice. The eyes seem familiar, but there's so many people you've worked with. You got moved through so many sections. Excuse me. I have remembered. I have pointed out that Chell remembers every name. The problem is you haven't gotten this guy's name yet. He doesn't have a name on his uniform and you can only see uh, his eyes. What, what are you uh, doing here? Yeah, I got an op here. You're... I don't think I ever got your name. I'd remember it if I got it. The eyes look hurt. It's Jackson. You see, you never told me that, Jackson. I met... Uh, where where, where do, would I know Jackson from? You know Jackson from like four deployments ago. He was on a rapid response team. He's, he's just one of the goons. You see, I was only there for like a night. No, no offense, Jackson. I... Believe me, no, I no, wanted to buy you guys beer that night. It's fine. I just thought you were reassigned. What, what, what's, what, what's up? We got yeah, reality deviants, dimensional incursion. Yep, Looks like they're yep, trying to wind up. We were working on that. Oh, we got another one of those. It's always fun when two squads start go for the same target. Why don't they tell us these things? Well, he, he just stops paying us. attention to you entirely and is now back on the gun. Uh, so, hey, 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 it's more of a, we don't want to shoot them, unfortunately. I know, I know the reality deviants, but... Well, they got I mean, info, I guess. Not yet. I'm waiting for orders. I just need to make sure I have the shot. What, what rounds do you think can go through that window right there? And he's pointing to the train and like pulls out two different things. And one of them is like a super armor piercing, like ridiculous go through walls. This may this may go through both sides. Which one do you think? Ah, uh, you know, those ones. But we do have operatives on that train because I, I, I'm guessing I looked over and would be Which ones? Which ones? He hands you binoculars. <laughs> Look, if you could just call in that there was a mistake, I'd appreciate it. I mean, Smells could, like a friend. You could at least tell uh, tell him not to shoot me. Or Dr. Luman. Or Sarah. You, Took you a wanna... long pause between those names, Elf. Uh, he, he's, de- he's definitely... Um, who are our operatives? Seems to be the pressing uh, question on his mind. Alright, yes. I'm, I'm going to describe the three. Because I'll be honest, these guys are reality deviants, <laughs> and I don't know them. Uh, I mean, if somebody else shoots the people that I'm working with for reasons not connected uh, connected to me, and I don't get shot, that is not the worst thing. Real quick, Major Tom, what was your drive roll? I got three successes. Yeah, you, you get down into an underground place rapidly just before that helicopter gets within any... You know they didn't see you because you were never in any position to be in line of sight. Excellent. I and, grab my phone and my doctor yep. bag and call Shell and see what her status is. Shell, you were up on hill, and this train is starting to warp, like pinch to a single point in this aperture that's opened in front of it. 
but it's got this long engine that's doing that before the actual where the people are is doing it. And the soldier in front of you says, just puts a thing to his neck and says, they're rabbiting, sir. And yes, sir. And like leans to, to the gun and says, gotta take the shot. Won't get one of yours. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, no, I, I have no clue that they're actually being safely taken somewhere else. <laughs> this could be bad. Um, yeah, no, I'm going to pick up the phone from Major Tom and say, they're, they're going to shoot. They're, they're ours, these guys. Uh, I'm going to try to hit the driver. Yep, they're, they're going to try to shoot the driver. Yep, yep, yep. And the train is going. It's apparently going to be going. It's going to be rabbit holing. Uh, orders. You can't do anything. Tell them not to fire. But, 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 but they're on the train, sir. Maybe we it's should okay. stop it. Yes. I'm on the phone. Uh, yeah. Hey, my superior is here. You are going to need to roll a pretty hardcore persuasion or physically move him because you do not have time. He has he, a mask he, on. He, he will lose the shot if he talks to someone else right now. You have well, you have one chance to either stop him or not. Uh, I'm yelling to stop him. I don't know if I can do that over the phone, but uh, I try. you can you can try to over the phone be an authoritative voice that's like don't shoot, and then he's like, oh fuck, well uh, hesitates, and then it's gone. Yeah, uh, I will try that. Okay, so <laughs> I need to know my uh, role though. Are we going manipulation leadership? You're doing manipulation leadership. Minus two from from through a phone, plus two because Shell is a friend and it's a familiar person who's holding a phone to him. Okay. So he has Sounds he has it, it has some some connection. So you're you're balancing out even to manipulation leadership. Okay, coming up. Gosh, it's such a weird situation. I love it. Yeah, I have a question that I think I know the answer to, but it can wait. Four out of five successes. Dang. Okay. The phone yells. Leading the shit out of people. What is it exactly that you say? Stand down. This is Major Tom. We have an operation going. Those are informants on that train. He immediately, like, finger off triggers and radios in. Other operation going on. Informants on train. Call off attack. Oh, God. Copy. I have to explain this now. Fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, it's going to be rough. And you see that above you, Chow, the helicopter just does a... And, like, hard turns in the sky and bounces off in another direction. Oh, oh that could have been bad, huh? Damn. Defense against the dark arts teachers. The train becomes a single point and disappears. Uh, moments later, you're in sort of a star field, all of you inside the train. The guy in front is still just like chuckling to himself and, ah, those earthbound idiots. <laughs> Don't they see the glory of the stars? I look at him and I say, so it appears you've made no efforts whatsoever to maintain relations on Earth. At all. I used to have family, but they all passed on in the... That's not what I mean. Oh, what do you mean? I mean, if you're going to show up on Earth, you should at least be talking with the people that, uh, the people that run the gates there. Ah, uh, I don't usually show up on Earth at all. I do have some friends, uh, the, their little ships... They're slow. They're constrained by their own thinking, really. But I do get a, a technocrat or two on the ship every once in a while. They're good company. Well, being constrained by one's own thinking is a helpful way in not getting shot at. What's life well, if no one's shooting at you? <laughs> Minnie just, uh, Minnie just, just uh, lets go a uh, long internal sigh. I Look, I think I could help you normalize relations so that 
this doesn't happen next time. Oh, don't worry. I'll change the phase variant of the engine, nope. and then I won't show up on their scanners. No, that will not work. They've already figured that trick out. Just roll, roll me, me a, a, a persuasion manipulation as you try to convince him that he might need to talk to people. <laughs> and add one for matter, because uh, you've been watching him do this machine. You now kind of know how it works. And I'm going to spend a willpower. Okay, hopefully it turns into three and not less. Three successes. Nice. Okay. He blusters to a stop. Mm, well, you're right. There's so many things you can only get there. I mean, I have that asteroid, but... Uh... So I need uh, I need some contact in, in, in information for you, and I'll get it to, it to some engineer friends that I have. And just talk to them. Work out a schedule. They may be willing uh, willing to, uh, to 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 clear your comings and goings, provided provided that you uh, you know uh, submit to some space traffic control rules. Uh, he groans and grumbles while adjusting a bunch of knobs. Look, I'll keep an open mind, of course. Ah, and here, and he writes down this like series of forty-two numbers. This is the frequency at which I can be contacted. I nod. I think even those constrained minds will be able to figure out what it means. I'm sure they will. He offers everyone a drink and says, the engine needs to cool for a moment. If you don't mind, uh, please step back to the passenger car and have some refreshments. Uh, all the meat was hunted by me off-world. So, enjoy. I... I um... So should I... I feel like... Perhaps, I know we don't have a sanity mechanic, but maybe willpower or something to not have my whole worldview shattered by this interaction? You may take a derangement, as we're not going to be using Wonderful. sanity as a big mechanic, but you can still acquire flaws. I'm going to go and enjoy the Triceratops. Uh, it's definitely something like that. There's a whole uh, room off to the side that should exit the ship but just goes into another room and has a bunch of animal trophies. And there are quite a few dinosaurs. That tracks with my no successes with the one on the paradox. So we might have to gain a derangement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For you. So. Uh, you have seen a lot today. We'll find out what that is later. <laughs> Once that all has some time to settle. Right now, you're just flabbergasted. Still functional. Sarah is right behind you. She's taking everything in stride so so long as you pretend like everything is okay. Hey, mm -hmm. you wouldn't happen to have have any uh, bits of metal from places you've traveled, would you? I mean, my whole ship is made of bits of metal from places I've traveled. I say, I mean spare. Spare parts. Mm. Junk. He goes into another door, comes out with a brass pipe, says, I won't be needing this for a while. It looks like it's busted open at one side, like something exploded. Safe. And tosses it to you. Perfect. Where's it from? He squints at it and he's, I'm not terribly sure. Well, that would be an adventure. Oh, you are like the old mini. <laughs> uh, I smile. And uh, th have they exchanged the uh, the ruby? Yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they exchanged that so that the deal is done. Uh, Nick and Knack are just relaxing in the back and they are pouring themselves whiskey and toasting to each other and sort of enjoying the trip. I look to, uh, I look to, to, uh, to Nick and Knack and I, and I say... All right, so I think that's both my debts paid. I've evaluated your artifact and saved your life. They look at each other real quick, do that same eye contact thing, and 
both nod at the exact same time. That seems fair. We'll uh, we'll introduce you whenever we get back, I guess. As long as that engine takes a spool up and you hear like clanging and a small explosion from the other room. No longer than 20 minutes. Hold your horses. Back on Earth. Yes, back on Earth. Chell's going to sheepishly scratch the back of her, her head. Yeah, I guess uh would have been better if they did let us know you were coming or we let you know that we were doing this out here. Yeah, I'll hey. just put my, my commander in, in charge with your commander. They'll, they'll hash out the deets. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's all a nice work. Hey, you guys, you guys in Denver for a little while, maybe a couple of hours? I'll finally get you guys those, that drink I promised. He, he gives you just like this, oh, look, I, yeah, I'm, I'm sure all the, all the guys will be thrilled to, to see you again. Um, we'll go find a bar. I'll hit you up. Okay. You still have yeah, the same contact good. number? Uh, I, I give him the, con- the new contact number I've got. Mm-hmm. He just repeats it a couple times to himself and says, I, I got it. Okay, cool. And starts just packing up his giant gun into a suitcase. Did you take stairs here? I don't think I should probably jump down. I could, but I probably isn't, shouldn't. Is, isn't that bad for your knees? Huh, no, not my knees. Slaps her knees. These things are not actually made of steel yet. I tried to make them steel once, but I do uh, better with the actually, you know, the regular ligaments. I'm going to take the stairs. And he just like smiles at you and gives you a thumbs up and like starts walking away. You should totes pick him up like a baby and jump down with him. Should. No. Should. <laughs> no. We'll, uh, we'll go our Carrie. separate ways. <laughs> I, I will not jump down. I will take the stairs. Pretty Do that shortly. Thing where we say we're going different, different directions and then we go the same direction. You, you walk down the stairs with him? Yeah, chat it up, you know. Okay. How's the family? How's the team? Yeah, seems like the team is going okay. They uh, lost someone a few weeks back. Some giant thing. They're pretty sure it was a werewolf, but they didn't actually get eyes on it. Got him. I have always wanted to wrestle one of those. He looks God, like right? he's taken the balakava off and he he's just like, eh, <laughs> I, even you, Chell, I don't know about that. Oh, come on. Like, it would be a challenge. I don't get many of those. Just because none of us could beat you in, in drills doesn't mean that you're invincible. Okay. Take care of yourself. Well, not not invincible. Know. Like, I, I don't need to be invincible, but like, come on. <laughs> he's just like, eh, Okay. <laughs> But as you get out, Major Tom, you get a text. And it's from... The guy whose name you can never remember? No, it's from not a section leader. I'm trying to think of what would be beneath a section leader. Um, it's, it's just like, it comes across as like you get his position and it's Colonel Reeves. I was going to say, how large okay. of a group are they leading? They're leading a several groups of maybe 15. Units. Unit leader Reeves, and it it's it's it says, please contact. I call him up. He answers. Hey, this is Major Tom, Section Six. We have an operation going on on the train. Several informants on there. Sorry, we're overlapping. Well, I'm glad I got my guys out then, because if it was Section Six off, I don't want any part of it. Is there anything I can put in my report that'll make this not look as bad as it does? The higher ups do not look highly on dimensional incursion not being at least uh, tackled. We, uh, I don't know. I have to think about that. Uh, think, Matt, think. Any, anyone else want to give a suggestion? Because Matt may not be able to think of anything, but Major Tom probably could think of a, an excuse. Uh, stall. Six screwed us over. 
uh, stall and uh, and and uh, and wait for for intelligence reports to come uh, to come back. Tell him you'll call him back once uh, once once he gets he gets the full report. We are the report because <laughs> then you'll know a whole bunch of stuff that you don't know right now, like what the fuck Minnie was doing on that train. You could say I want a, I want a full report from my squad and try to do a leadership stall. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a good gambit. Let's do that. Okay, give me a manipulation leadership to say, like, I need more time to, you know, give you a proper answer. I know it will be hot feet for you, but it'd be better this way. Uh, I believe uh, that answer goes something along the lines of, you know, I'm not sure about that just yet. Let me talk to all of the team leads and get back to you with the proper answer. I would hate to mislead you. Mm -hmm. Uh, I only got two successes. I'm going to throw two willpower at it. Okay. I picked up one more. Three successes total. All right. Okay. Fine. Get back to me tonight. That's all I ask, because otherwise they'll be all the way up my ass. And hangs up. You have about three to four hours of wondering what happened to those people in the train. But those people in the train, he spools up the engine again. It goes somewhere and you find yourself inside this huge hangar with these giant struts of steel and metal stuck into rock and appears like you're in a cave. He says, I guess, I guess you're right. Going in with the whole train is a bit much. So to put you back, just so you don't run into the same trouble, I have a drop point I'm going to use. I just, it's, I'll burn it as an apology. Uh, if you don't mind, all you need to do is step through that door right there. Wait, not yet. Not yet. It's, it's not ready. Hold on. And he starts like messing with a bunch of things and the, a bunch of Tesla coils pointed inwards on a steel frame starts activating and manifesting a window. Ah, yes, uh, okay. There we go. All right. And I, I say, uh, oh, thanks. And I pick up the fork that I was using, sort of wipe it off. Mind if I grab this? No, my mother gave me that. Oh, never mind. It's from Earth. Put it back down. What a strange woman. I like her. Do you guys uh, meander on through that portal? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Slowly and behind Minnie. Like. <laughs> you arrive in a supply closet. There's just a bunch of uh, cleaning supplies, bucket with a mop in it. It's dark in there. Oh. But just feeling around and with flashlights, you're able to see where you are. You step out and you're in a abandoned office building. And when you look out, you are you do see the Denver skyline. I call Major Tom. Rang, rang. Hey, Minnie, what's up? Say, uh, thanks for telling us about the uh, snipers. Uh, you're welcome. It was some of our guys. We had to do was talk them down. But I'm going to need your report as soon as possible because i got to fill in them so they have a reason why it was worth not shooting the guy who was driving the train. Oh, I got something. Where are you at? Where can we meet up with you? I, I send him a ping from maps yeah they're on a the south side of town seems like my group's uber yep you you guys get down there and go back and collect the mazda as well because they never actually did come in and check they canceled that op nick and knack thank you very much for your services Minnie. and i'm just gonna say for for sake of uh it being the end of the session they say looks like it's about sunrise you better get your friend home we'll introduce you tomorrow night or in the during the day if you don't want to bring her say much appreciated Pleasure doing business with you. Uh, I mean, I gave you a hard time the first night when you came in, throwing your mark around, and now, now I know it's good. I'm going to spread the news, okay? Uh, not too widely, I hope. Just oh, to the right ears. Oh, concerning. Okay. All right. All right. 
then I go meet up with Major Tom. Okay, the the lot of you get picked up. I assume you are are nice and drop Nick and Knack Knack off near their car. Uh, that's no, we drop uh, them off somewhere random and then go to back to our car and their car and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> right, give Loser. us the conch <laughs> and head back home. Just as the sun is beginning to rise in the car, even before there's a hint of false dawn, you sense that Sarah is starting to get anxious. And feel as though something is is terribly wrong. Um, so the sun is actually coming up. I am, of course, still wearing the trench coat that I'm always wearing, and try to like reduce anxiety. Cover like a bird. You put like dark a bird. over her, and she she calms down a little bit. You at least head off a panic attack. Uh, is it obvious that she's in distress? Very much so. Smells like calm. Smells like calm. Activate a coincidental check. Okay, we're good. Okay, and yeah, she stops uh, purposefully hyperventilating underneath the trench coat, and you guys arrive back at Leo's house. And once she gets into the door, she looks at Minnie and says, Is it okay if I stay the night one more night? I can be helpful. Do you need anything clean? I, I, I look at her and I say, It's not you that I'm worried about. Uh... Yeah, just try and get some sleep. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, she like looks at you, Doctor Lemon, and is holding the trench coat and says, "Can I?" Uh, and then she hands it back to you. Never mind. You can you can hold on to it for now. I, I don't need it. It's nice and bright outside. It smells nice. Set her up in the workshop where there are no windows. Mm. Okay, and that is where we will, we will wrap for the evening or that, that midday. Was cute. <laughs> okay. Oh my god <laughs> i was i was go- i was going to rec- recommend that uh that that major tom get in, in contact with void traffic control oh yeah i mean we can clear that up really quickly what what is the what is the general story that is told so first step get his information to void traffic control mm-hmm. yeah that happens and is, isn't uh, a problem and they they thank you for the registration number and then we tell them that that uh that, that our mission was to, was to make uh, to make contact with now regi- registered void uh, void ship to uh to work out proper dimensional access. Okay, it is squad leader's void engineer's job, right? Mm-hmm. Squad leader, as as you are in charge of selling this story, and because it is legitimate, I want you to give me a charisma politics law plus four because. They actually have tangible results. Okay, yep. sounds good to me. To see if this draws any suspicion. Probably not, but who knows. I just feel so sorry for Dr. Lumen. She has had a day. <laughs> she has had a day and a half. Yeah, we're going to have to think about what that do. Is she very small? Wait, was that with the... Uh, don't you get four more dice in that? Oh, no, I didn't add my four more dice. My bad. Yeah, plus four. Four successes so far. That's three so far. More than three. That's wow. eight. 
Yay, successy successes. We are the most efficient and successful section six. Major Tom, as, as you are the leader, you're going you're gonna to have a, maybe a resource or two that's just going to sort of represent the group in general. And one thing you have nope. is favor Void Engineers as they basically respond to you this action as extremely valuable and something that they have been trying to do for years, but has often ended in various losses and uh, horrible misunderstandings. Okay. Sounds good to me. Yeah. So favor Void Engineers. And let's start with victories. As a group, what victories did you achieve? Ooh. Uh, official contact uh, contact with Void Engineers. Yeah, you're on the you're on the Void Engineer radar. That sounds like a victory to me. Uh, we got a little more knowledge on Project Roost, but we haven't been able to act on it yet, so I don't know if that counts as uh, a victory that would count yet. Yeah, it sounds like learning to me. We helped Sarah. We haven't uh, yeah. we, we haven't we helped have, Sarah yet. Not quite. What about the contact with Sons of Ether? Oh, I think you you've made two contact, two improved relationships. Three. Who's the third? Oh, Nick Neck. I think that might be for Minnie only though. So Minnie is going to be her her personal successes are all all filled up. Any other group successes, victories that were were had? I mean, it was Major Tom's doing, but he scouted out a bunch of things for us. You might have that would also be a little bit of learning, maybe. Maybe. And and it's possible to have a, a night where nothing like wild was accomplished, group wise. Well, yeah, it sounds about right. Because we were mostly like split up and doing our own things. Yeah. Well, also, but it was a group accomplishment that we didn't fight the technocracy. You avoided an inter-technocracy conflict. That sounds like a victory to me. Anything else? Well, then, what about oh, what, what about esta- esta- establish co- a con- a contact with, with the uh, uh, with the Hermetic Order? Uh, that might be learning. So up to two personal victories. I think we have already established Minis completed a personal job, uh, increasing her reputation with the the locals. She now has some rep with them, and which might actually be a, a thing that you gain. And a key to probably dinosaur world. And a key to dinosaur world. So that's yeah, definitely four uh, victories for you total. And then uh, what about Sam? Chell got herself a job. Chell got herself a jab. Yep, yep, yep. Very good job. I also stopped my coworkers from getting shot. I think that personally was a very good victory. Is someone would have gotten shot if not for you? Could have been your coworkers. It could have been a mustachy man. Mustachy man. Uh, sad, but it could have happened. Uh, mostly, I was worried about my coworkers. Mm-hmm. And Ginger. Um, I feel like mitigating a potential really nasty argument between Minnie and Sarah and doing everything that I could to keep her chill. I think you you dropped the news on Sarah very well and most importantly kept her in stressful situations from frenzying from getting good news to uh, learning that there are wizards and also cosmonauts who fly around in trains maybe yeah, that learning was going to be a it's going to be a whole other thing. But So that's, yeah. that sounds like a victory to me. Anything else? So that all is a victory? Yeah. Keep, keeping her calm the whole time was a victory. We have a we have a plan now. What's the plan? Well, oh, the plan for Sarah. Yeah. yeah. I think that will count as a victory next time. Yay. <laughs> okay. When when, it, when that plan is completed and brought to fruition, that is a, is a victory. Continue to think, Matt. 
reconnected with my family. Definitely a personal victory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. And he came in with the biggest brass balls. Uh, and got to, let's see what else we do. Successfully, well, I guess, yeah, me, me and Shell successfully backed up the team. That felt like a victory. Put in the leadership way, me on the sniper felt like a, like a victory. Yeah, I think in general, uh, your combined actions preventing Pew Pew's sounds like a victory for each of you. So yeah, everybody's victoried up. Okay, so learning. Group knowledge. We learned the Project Roost is a weather controlling operation. Yep, sounds good. One. As a group, I guess I haven't told uh, told them about uh, them about the uh, about the opium den vampires yet, have I? You have not. Hmm. Yeah, we didn't really learn much as a. Gr- we l- we learned about the sons of ether existing. Uh, that sounds like a learning to me. Is there? I granted some of the players already knew about them, but as a group, I feel like most people did not. At least that they were, you know, rolling around getting Atlantis treasures and casually warping around reality. We learned that Project Roost was, in fact, a technocratic pro- project. Uh, yeah, that 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 it was a thing that was being actively hidden until recently. From okay. oneself. Yeah, from oneself. That always helps. Ah, Ouroboros. So 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 efficient. Um, personal learning. Let's go with Sam first. Cool. Uh, I learned that Major Tom has family in the area. For sure. A weak point to be exploited. <laughs> no, I, yeah. that's not Chell's bag. No, God, no. Yet, anyways. <laughs> I also learned Jackson's name. Hooray! <laughs> Would have known it. I think I'm actually going to add uh, a point of infamy, Chell. Just like infamy. It's you're you're known as that person who just like can't stay on a squad for very long. You've jumped through so many. No, you know what? That 100% works. Yes. <laughs> all all of the random frontline grunts actually know you. <laughs> She is a Robinson, though. That that yeah. also and, and with with that fame counteract that infamy. Oh, you've already you've already, you've already got fame, Robinson, right? No, I never I never had that. Okay, uh, I think that that's why it's infamy is because you are you are the bad Robinson. Uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh well. Yeah. So so add that. Cool, that, cool that to have a beer with. Not, cool to have a beer with. Not so cool to work with. <laughs> Uh, yes, late, later later that morning, you guys have uh, beer and some people have coffee, depending on their, their, their style. It is a raucous good time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think knowing Jackson's name is, is good enough. Um, How dare you? <laughs> is there anything that else that Sam learned, personally? I don't think so. Okay. Child didn't do much this time. All right. And Ginger. Oh, so many things. <laughs> A lot of mine, I think this session specifically is very mini-based. She's completely unfazed by whatever kind of space travel-y stuff we just did. Yeah, mini might have done this before. Yeah. <laughs> there are like multiple one. minis? I think that got brought up. We definitely got brought up. Not, not with Dr. Lumen. That was probably brought up. Um, yeah, you've learned that, that mini's got some things going on. Uh, when we were having a conversation with them, they were talking about how Minnie said that that wasn't this Minnie. 
There are many minis. They yeah. There are many, many minis. So yes, you've, you've learned that. There, there are many minis, and there are perhaps many, a multiverse. Yes, there indeed. are many, many minis. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Indeed there are. Um, let's see. Also, uh, sussing out... I, I'm not saying that these are all XP necessarily, but just things right. that I've learned. Sussing out some of her intentions with Sarah. They aren't as negative as I initially thought, and I feel a little bit bad about snap judging her. A lot of my mm. knowledge is going to be people. <laughs> oh, you did learn a couple things about Sarah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Notes that I have on her. We need to work on her confidence and accepting herself and accepting responsibility for her actions. Dr. Lumen is so positive. Oh, yeah, for sure. Let's see. Everybody, basically everybody bows down to Major Tom. Whatever he says is final word. Even Minnie listens to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think knowing that Major Tom is, is the leader, but knowing that everyone pays attention to might be... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, there's a thing you learned about Sarah that I think would be worth, worth XP. Does, it, does anyone else think they might know what it is? I mean, she rejected the idea that she has two souls. That, That's true. Um, but also, uh, She's addicted to Chell's blood. Not necessarily addicted to, but definitely... Well, that could be either because it was Chell or because it was fresh. We have to do science experiments to figure that out. It's not Also, she bit Chell and the Fae Lady. She did. Nope, nope, you know what? That makes way more sense than what I was thinking. Wait, she bit the Fae Lady? I don't recall that. Yeah, she glommed the Fae Lady, and that's when Major Tom was able to yell at her to let go. Oh, okay. Because she had drank from the Fae Lady a little bit. Not because, but like that just just after that happened. Uh, well, I mean, I already knew that she doesn't like to eat people. That's not new knowledge. Um, willing to sell blood for potentially altruistic reasons? <laughs> okay, uh, you, you you didn't learn the thing. It's okay. That's fine. I have use, a suspicion. If you, if you think if you think of another one, tell me, Matt. How you feeling? What you learn? What did I learn? I learned stuff, things, and more things. I learned that Minnie really is the uh, defense against the dark arts teacher. She has to play double agent, and it's going to be dangerous for our group. I there's definitely yeah. a more danger associated with that than a. Uh, than I anticipated. So that's definitely a new learning. Yes, absolutely. I think uh, knowing that Minnie's associates bring you into danger, both with those associates and the technocracy being suspicious of why you're with them. Yeah, I that think definitely I counts that as Dr. Lumen's, Dr. Lumen's devotion to her patients is pretty extreme. All of us are aware of this, you know, if not completely world-ending event, uh, at least maybe major city, millions of deaths kind of ending event. And we're more concerned about finding a home for a homeless vampire. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've, I learned learned some group dynamics. She she's got priorities. Okay, and also about yourself that you were willing to put up with those priorities and not be like, no mission. Well, it's it's the void engineers that were usually working like co-op, so yeah, so working co-op mode. Mm-hmm. Okay, and elf opium den vampire. Yeah, there's a there's a, a vampire at a nearby opium den. Or, or rather, crack house. Examine an artifact from Atlantis. It real. Yep. Uh, or at least it's real somewhere. What you need yep. to do is get your pawn shop friends to give you just a scraping of it to put in a key. That is. Peter Tom uh, would so want to go to Atlantis. I'm uh, was going to have a conversation with with with, with them about uh, about you know like other alternatives to scrapping it. Jesus. Oh fuck no! Uh, Let them scrap it. Get a guitar pick size of it, and uh, yeah, throw it in a key. 
I mean, if they scrap it, I'm going. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to go for that. But you're going <laughs> to try and get them not scrapped first. And that's good for learning. I, I think that's funny. You learned have, you learned lots, possibly too much. Yeah. Okay, danger. How how danger? Not very danger. I mean, we did have snipers on us. I'd give it a two. Two at best. We one were almost, and a half-ish. We were almost yeah. shot by the technocracy. Yeah, it looks like one and two, and social danger is also danger. It's not only to life and limb. Oh um, well, yes, we, we we almost we almost got in deep shit. Yeah, I think uh, two is very reasonable for this game, just based off of like had Shell not done a thing, uh, it's very likely that one of you would have been shot with an extremely high caliber gun, and also that you might have been exposed. Uh, I think I might do one more for Minnie, just for going out and finding an abandoned house and sleeping in it as a safe alternative. I was safer than the rest of them. If only they had invented these crazy things called motels or something. Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) You were definitely not safer than the rest of them. Or, you know. You know, where would I get the money for that? That's what I'm wondering. Uh, Everybody has resources one now. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because... Y'all uh, itemized the heck out of this the syndicate. That's that's right. I'm not used to having money. Yeah, you you had a little bit of money. I was like, go to hotel. I forgot. <laughs> I, I forgot that, that that I had that. I was. Uh, I mean, I just got that, so I wouldn't, might not even know. It, yeah, have it, the account set up yet. Yeah, your account wasn't set up yet. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. All right. So uh, danger two for everyone, and danger three for many chronicle tenants did we do it b plus job definitely yeah we we we, uh we brought a home of victory and also and also almost got uh burned yep sounds like a b plus job to me guys good job (laughs) what's our other chronicle tenant i don't think we have another one yet it's the only one i know of shoot i thought we uh did another one oh we did two one one more conviction for peoples i now remember okay so everybody gets Um, one for tenants you guys want to propose a chronicle tenant you guys got anything in mind uh the end of the world is no reason to ignore the little people what about uh that one might be good that one might be good what about try to maintain relations uh keep the peace we seem to like like, we seem to like that as a group working with everyone uh, working with everyone as much as we can Uh, Mm, peace peace is more prosperous for everybody something like that yeah, I think that makes sense. Uh, what about you, Sam? Ginger, what, how do you feel about those suggestions? I, I like the maintain relations. Mm-hmm. Uh, the end of the world is no reason to forget the little guy. <laughs> Seems appropriate. <laughs> okay, so I feel like those are two different things. Uh, one of them is like, even though there's a thing going on, we can't stop helping people. I do not hold that tent. Yeah, I feel like that might not be universal, but like keep the peace, I feel like might be universal to the party. Is even Blaze would be like uh, better for profits most of the time, right? You want you want to be prepared before the the, the fighting starts. I will definitely chuck uh, just about everybody overboard to stop the end of the world. Ah, good times. You should make that a conviction. So yeah, let's everybody write that down in your tenants. I mean, yeah, your chronicle tenant. The second one is we- keep the peace, and that can, is can we call generally it going to be. Uh, I think for Blaze, it's definitely synergy. It's the, the the concept is basically it's better not to just straight murder the other side, but to deal with them somehow. I think we did that one. Yeah, I think you did that one greatly. <laughs> so two tenets for everybody. 
Convictions. Let us start with Matt. I think my first one didn't really come up. The aliens are among us, and I got to find them, and that kind of thing. I, I don't think that really came up this episode. The oh shoot! One you should have been really paranoid of that guy coming out of a uh, thing that you knew could be a void ship. Yeah, you're supposed I, to reflect I, for, I forgot about that, but that happens. Oh well. But um, the second one, more or less, is the team reflecting on me, kind of thing, because I feel like I'm, whether I'm the leader or whatever, mm. it. it their reflection of me so i think that came up oh that one 100 uh, okay. came up it was y'all you absolutely i would say that gets two that was that was an intense degree of team leadering and being we gotta we gotta go convince them that we did not heck up because i definitely told them to do that thing or was at least okay with doing that thing okay sounds good sam see everyone deserves a second chance i didn't let them shoot the obvious reality deviant that's true and, and didn't, didn't pummel the, uh, pummel the, the guy trying to shoot your friends i was gonna say that's more more you likely know, the one is decided not to punch this guy just because he's doing his job yeah i could have punched him very easily it, it would have been it would have been so easy yeah i was really surprised when you talked to him i thought you were just gonna conk him on the head and move on back no, day. that's not tell say like if she can talk him out of it first that's the plan Okay, any other ones? Uh, yes. I can take a hit. I don't... I mean, I could argue that I went up against a sniper. I think that counts. I think both of those situations were various... Before you knew that it was someone that you could talk to, it was, there's danger. I go. I stop. Danger. Superhero style. Yeah, I think that definitely counts. Okay. All right. Dr. Lumen. Ginger, please. Indeed, yes. Uh, I mean, all of us are monsters. At least they don't pretend not to be. I think that I've <laughs> not necessarily done the best job of convincing Sarah she is not a monster by being like, yes, this is you. Uh, well, you are also telling her to pretend not to be a monster. Well, more, uh, not pretend not to be, to accept. Yeah, yes, that's this true. This is a part of you. I think that came up. I think uh, absolutely all the things you were dealing with with Sarah came up. And also, you also cavorted with a bunch of reality deviants without getting mad at them for tearing up reality like the demos that they are. Yep, mostly in shock on that one, though. Yeah. Um, and then the other one, it's slightly easier to trust, or rather they deserve a chance to explain what is going on. I feel like that also extended to many this session. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that works. Okay. Two. And Elf. Other than the pursuit of acquiring knowledge, I don't know if preserve knowledge came up. Did it? No, I don't think. It, uh, um, there, there's, there's a chance that it could continue to come up, which is the, the conch. I think many being like, you can't destroy. It's there's only one, maybe. Yeah. Stop, please. I don't care if you can get lots of magic juice out of it. Like, that's rude. Yes, that that, that so that that one might it might be one for for next one. Uh, but the uh, the voice of reason, I think that I definitely got that one with, with oh, the captain for sure, especially with the the captain. Yeah. The captain of his own ship. Ho uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Okay. So, nods, everyone. Uh, I'm going to go give mine to Shell. Bounded around like Spider-Man. I love it. Mental imagery was very nice. Oh, thank you. Uh, I am going to give mine to Dr. Lumen for having a complete and total existential crisis. Uh, oh, well, thank you. I'm in space! And there's dimension traveling, and what the fuck? 
two internal screaming. Many, many of those. Uh, my nod, speaking of many, goes to many for being like, mm, there's a vampire in this house. I'm going to go sleep somewhere else. Oh, there are vampires there or ghouls there. Meh. I mean, better to uh, sleep near candles than an inferno. Yeah, an inferno <laughs> with somebody standing by with a fire hose. The fire hose seems to uh, that fire hose seemed to be less than effective last time. But anyway, mine's gonna go to Major Tom for taking the time to be a human with a helicopter. Dang it! I was stole mine. All right, Captain Brave Captain. <laughs> that was very good. I like that part a lot. Ah oh, man, um, I think mine might go to Ginger for doing ev- everything they could to try to make Sarah okay, even when the- Sarah's plan is like, yeah, I mean, this is just a normal thing, right? Selling selling blood to people? That's something I've always That's done. Not not a great plan, but she should have some uh, what's agency. The word I'm for? Agency. That's the one. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess we are done. If you would like to talk about your dementation, that'd be great. I'd also yes. like to uh, real quick assign some backgrounds that people got. So, Elf, you've got um, inf- influence, uh, hermetic. The people here now know about you and think you are good at your job. Neat one influence, yeah. Hermetic one. Uh, what about contacts? Uh, contacts, Nick and Knack. Um, they are contacts too. Neat. Matt got the favor. Voyage engineers. And did anyone else get anything? Oh, everybody add bikes to your inventory if you don't have one. Woo. Instead of having it take up, you know, an inventory slot, just put a little VEH in that box. It's a, it's a vehicle you have access to. Oh, I gotta give Brandon his thing. Give Brandon a little communicator. What 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 does communicator look like? Uh, imagine an Apple Watch, but like a third size, and it's on his wrist, and it's just kind of silvery. It's kind of a silvery black. Yeah. <laughs> little uh little wrist a wrist tag bobble. That's amazing. Uh, now he can tell you things, many when you know he's far away. He can call you. He doesn't have to fly back and forth. It is easier than that empathic link I don't have, because that would be magic, and that's weird. Mm-hmm. Very strange. Would I get, um, I'm guessing it would be called debt. Uh, I'm gonna have to pay back favor. Yes, you have debt favor brother, but it's it's negative. So yeah, debt. What do they call that in uh, in Vampire Elf, when you owe, owe something? A boon? A, a I know boon, there's a word for it. A boon owed? A boon oh. owed. Okay. Or you can call it whatever you want, as long as you remember what it is. That makes sense. Yeah. Also, Minnie, if you if you had that on your sheet, you can wipe it off now. Okay. All right. And I would go so far as to say, how many how many points of ally is Sarah again? Uh, retainer. She's retainer four. Oh, okay. Never mind. She's already in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's um, already extremely loyal. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I she's had a retainer four. She's, yeah, she's retainer four. Um, I had a question uh, before I hop off. I listed a bunch of stuff for personal knowledge, but I don't know how many of those things were XP related. And also, was the other thing that I learned related to the trench coat? No, it was not. Okay. I will explain the trench coat. It was because she's smelling all the calm scent 
on it. I assumed, yeah. And was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> I love it. And then now that she's in the closet, she's like, oh, it's gone. Sad. I'm going to try and save up so I can get to strength five. I think also charisma five. I think also Don mm. persuasion. Yeah. Being able to tell people to do things because it's good for them. Seems like Minnie's bag. Eloquent argument. Strength five. Yeah. I mean, that's not a bad idea. That's for sure. That's St- 10 dice straight for strength brawl. Yes. Yes. Without my extra fun shit. I can't do it now but I'm going to save up for it. 14 die strength brawl is, is kind of neat. Mm, this is the least specialized character I've ever had. Yeah, you, you've you've got a very uh, spread out dice pool. Pretty pr- pretty okay at everything. Playing yeah, a physical character is fun. So fun. I agree. I haven't played a physical character in quite some time. I think next Why character... do I keep playing the mental characters? They're not fun. They're sad. <laughs> I want to be able to jump on roofs. <laughs> This this way I just punch my problems. I don't have to rationalize my problems. I, I, I kind of want to play an all-physical party once. I don't think I've ever done that. I think it might be fun. Oh, that would just be a punch fest. It might be, but I'm, I'm willing to try that out. Because I'd be to know about everything else. Really iron out combat rules before you hit an all-punch party. 